You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Real Nurses of Detroit. This podcast is for patient education in a fun, interactive, unfiltered, conversational way. We are here to answer all of your questions and get rid of all of the myths you see floating around social media. I am your host, Nurse Practitioner V. Along with my nurse and doctor friends, we also want to apply our medical knowledge to real life. So keep listening to the Real Nurse of Detroit podcast. Sunlight crystallized and become night, dark like sexual chocolate. The children is our future, but they sell them and market them. Peddling melanin across seashores to the wicked. I'm just considered a human resource because I'm melanin rich. I'm a melanin bear. Melanin rich. I'm a melanin bear. Welcome to the Real Nurse of Detroit podcast. It's Friday. July 23rd, and I am so excited. Do you know why I'm excited? Why are you excited? Oh, my God. Today, Tokyo oh. 2020 Olympics. Finally doing Olympics. It started today. <laughs> Opening ceremonies was today. And, you know, we've been doing this series called The Olympia Mindset, mm-hmm. and I've had a few of my friends, uh, professional athletes, as well as um, Olympians in the studio. And uh, we have had a ball. And it's been great talking about different rules and regulations and why this is so much drama. There's a little drama that goes on behind the scenes. People don't be knowing. Oh, yeah. A lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Um, so, yeah, this is the season finale of the... <laughs> Olympia Mindset uh, podcast series. <laughs> we're going to drag some uh, more Olympians into the mix today. Yeah, um uh I'll say we'll we'll be talking to the Olympic and, and, qualifiers and, and athletes yes, in general. Yes, EMU alumni, um a Detroit Piston might come in again and just talk about other things that are trending on social media that I, you know I love to start with what's trending especially music therapy cuz that can make you feel good mm-hmm. on a on a cellular level so we're all about you know making you feel good but I love that you guys have joined me on a Friday night I want to thank you I always thank you um, last time I said this I was like you could have been anywhere else <laughs> but you, you decided your to Friday be with here you. with me I'd be like, right, Dave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not Dave. I'm not Dave. I know. I miss Dave. Oh, we miss Dave, yes. No offense, but I do. I miss Dave. But there is some conspiracy theories. Um, I got to get my girl on here real quick. Let me inbox her and see if she can pull up on me. Okay. We got uh, Aquarius here and Earl's here, too. Oh, she's already I was about to inbox you, Aquarius. But let me start with Earl real quick because I know Earl has to go. I'm here. He may have already gone. (laughs) We got Earl's house. Hi, Earl's house. Earl Jones. (laughs) Hey, we only see your house, Earl Jones. It's good. It's all good. We can hear him. We can hear you. Okay, so listen, you guys can't miss. Tomorrow morning is the first annual Earl Jones, an Olympian from Michigan. Actually, Inkster, Michigan. He won a bronze medal, and he will be having his first annual two-mile fun run and one-mile walk 
fucking angster. So I wanted you to tell them. I know I told too much, but you go ahead and tell them because you couldn't be here in studio, Earl. They want to hear it from you. You the Olympian. I think his signal's a little sketchy. Yeah. Tell us, what, what do you want the people to, what do you want them to know? Can they meet you tomorrow? <laughs> that's too, that's too <laughs> cool to listen to. Sixth Road, Michigan Avenue. Yeah. Say I, that one more time. You said something. You, you're on Michigan Avenue, and where? Like you just said, we just started this our first event. Uh, uh, it's going to be nice. We. Well, I know that it's free, 100% free. So you guys come out, bring the kids. He said it's going to be nice. Earl doesn't, he no longer lives in uh, Michigan, but he flew in from Tulsa, uh, Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street just to come in and do this for the community. So Earl couldn't be in studio today, but we will see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. for that two-mile fun run. And one mile walk, right, Earl? I'm gonna get your autograph though. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what kind of service he has. Does he have Metro BS? <laughs> I don't know. He done froze up on me. Where was he at? He's an inkster. Um, they had to do a lot of setting up for tomorrow's race. It's 7 a.m. in the morning tomorrow. So we will see you tomorrow morning. Earl Jones. The Olympian, bronze medalist in the 800 meters, will be throwing a fun run in Inkster, Michigan. At 7 a.m. is registration. It's 100% free. Free. Free 99. Are you going to be there? I'm going to be there. Are you, Chuck? I am going to be there. Okay. All right. So Chuck will be there. There's going to be some. He, he, you know, Chuck, we, we ain't gave you your flowers. You, did, you didn't? I'm going to come back to you. Okay. Because I always say that. Because I got to talk to Aquarius. My girl is on here, and she got some knowledge to drop. But I'm going to come back to you. Okay. Because you went to the Olympic trials because you're kind of a big deal. Mm, it was a long time ago. He's so modest. <laughs> He's so modest. But let me let me uh, bring up my girl, Aquarius. Aquarius Maximus, she has been here multiple times. She's made so many predictions, and her stuff be on point. But don't y'all don't be listening. And listen, I want you to drop some knowledge real quick about the cryptocurrency because I believe Japan, if I'm not mistaken, Japan was only accepting cryptocurrency in the Olympic Games. They weren't even accepting any type of you couldn't exchange your money and get what what is it the yen? I don't know what they what they what it's their the money. Is it the yen? Yes. You couldn't use paper money in the games. You had to use crypto. You couldn't use a credit card? No. Crypto. And I don't have no crypto. <laughs> how I get? How do I get? They were that? like, no funny money, no more no you, no no funny money. That don't that don't, that don't that's not worth nothing over here. You can keep those dollars. Uh huh. Yeah. Like I want you to discuss like real quick. Give us a, a play by play. I know you got predictions. I was watching your Instagram today, and I was like, all of that makes sense. 
Give us some some information about COVID, about what's going on on social media, about the crypto. I want to hear it all. Well, when I did my prediction for 2021, um, which was back, I think um, this is for the United States birthday because everything has a birthday, even the United States. The United States birthday is the 4th of July. Um, and I think it's about 245 years or something like that. But um, when I did the the prediction, I saw that, um, you know, definitely the COVID variant was going to come into play. Um, I also saw the card of disruption. Um, so in my mind, it looks like people making plans for it to be one way and it totally getting disrupted at the last minute. And this is due to health. You know, um, but um, it's also a health victory card, the tennis spade. So it, it, it wasn't necessarily like um, I didn't feel like it was going to be, you know, so down in the dumps, terrible. However, I did see that there was going to be another lockdown um, mm. and there's a lot of talk in, in the background about it, you know, and I think that what it is is. Um, you know, astrologically, we had the first lockdown. We had Jupiter and um, I believe Saturn approaching Aquarius or in Aquarius. And and there really wasn't really a lockdown. America didn't really have a lockdown. Mm. It was not official. You don't think so? There were, indiv- there were individual states that had lockdowns, but there wasn't just like other, other countries had an official lockdown. Ours was like bootleg. We had a bootleg <laughs> lockdown, right? Not and a bootleg lockdown. A bootleg lockdown. I've never heard of that. What's a bootleg lockdown? So some people was locked down. You know, like you know, like we were like, okay, we on lockdown, but we still gonna sneak out the house and okay. we yes. still gonna go over there and we still gonna sneaky party. links. We're still, we still gonna have mm-hmm. gatherings and there's no penalties, right? Uh-huh. And the influence that we're under right now, this is some real serious energy. And of course it wasn't serious because of who our president was. He didn't take it serious, um, at least in the public eye. Um, He didn't take it seriously. So therefore no one else was required to take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Right. So now we have Jupiter's retrograde. So a retrograde planet goes backwards. Right. And you start to look at the karmic repercussions of actions Uh and you get an opportunity to redo things the right way. Right. So I'm looking at it like this is our opportunity to legitimize ourselves in the world stage and redo a lockdown the right way to show that we really can be responsible because the last lockdown did not show that the rest of the world was laughing at us. Absolutely. And and they even got to the point where they were like, oh, you ain't coming in our country. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you can stay right over there, you know, with y'all selves and you're not allowed to come here. I think that's a big reason why we got them cardboard beds. (laughs) Cardboard beds. And yeah, in Olympic Village, they got cardboard beds. And I'm going to talk more about that later. The cardboard beds. You didn't hear about that? No. Oh, That's my God. The Listen. cardboard beds. In the Olympic yeah. Village, yeah. Yeah. Cardboard. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I did read that everyone wasn't staying in the village. Oh. That's some tea. I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, back to Aquarius. 
So, so this is our, this is gonna be another opportunity as a redo or do over. Um, and because the fact that we couldn't do it, do it any kind of way, we technically, there's a lot of reasons why we would need to do it over because in the case of a pandemic, we don't have no template for how to address such a thing because obviously we didn't do it the right way the first way. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so the, the next thing that I also observed with this COVID si signature is that it's more detrimental to children. Mm. Um, and the that's Delta different. version. Right. Yeah. That's different than the last wave. The other, the last wave, to, you know, children were largely unaffected, right? Yes. They would be carriers, but they wouldn't get sick. Right. And um, they were sicking other people. But now with this, children are getting sick. So um, can I ask you a question just real quick? Do And this is what's trending right now. The conspiracy, you know, I love me some conspiracies. <clears throat> okay. I like to approve them or disprove them and, and look more into them. So the conspiracy theory right now was the opening ceremonies of 2012 in London. It was a scene from Harry Potter with a bunch of nurses and there was a child that was raised up on a bed and there was like this ghost or whatever um, tormenting or sorcerer or whatever. Is, do you think that was foreshadowing um, COVID? You said this was in 2012. It was 2012's um, London. Uh, was, did they have Olympics? Olympics. Yeah, yeah, 2012. Yeah, it was a scene from Harry Potter, mm -hmm. and it was a child in a bed that was raised up, a bunch of nurses in the bottom, and they were saying that this was foreshadowing, telling us of what to come in the opening ceremonies of of 2012 Olympics London Games. I mean, it definitely these these um, anything that's a big message. Opening ceremonies, things that the whole world is going to look at. This is always the universe's opportunity to tune us into a particular wavelength or message all at once. So absolutely, it, it was, it's always going to be a message when it's going to be an opening thing. And um, like I said, this, this being more impactful to children um, definitely is a game changer. You know, because adults may not care, you know, well, I don't care if I get COVID, I get COVID. But then when you start seeing children affected, then adults start making different decisions. Right. Yeah. Um, and and additionally, of course, children, they don't have a vaccine for children. So what but do they do? They've been and, tested it on 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 children, right. which but I do not agree. With. I don't think I don't think they're going to be so quick to throw out a children's vaccine. They'll kind of wreak havoc they're already wreaking havoc with adults i don't think they're going to be so quick to throw out a children's vaccine but however they they are going to probably they're going to be forced to put the children back into digital learning um and it can't be a state i don't think it's going to be a state by state thing i think it's going to be more on a federal level that um um something is is done and you know, and, and although this is the thing, it's not only just children getting sick, but then there's long COVID, yes. which seems to be more exhibited in children than even adults, right? Mm -hmm. The long-term effects of COVID on children. Okay. We have so, a commenter. I don't know if this is Facebook. We can we cannot see you, but you can comment on the Real Nurse of Detroit page, Podcast Detroit on Facebook, and um, also... Wherever, wherever the video is playing. It's uh, on Twitch and on Facebook. 
Okay, so we have commenters, and they're like, well, I don't think right. that conspiracy is right. real. A lot of people don't think it's real, but I do. I do. Oh, no, I absolutely know it's real. Absolutely. I mean, I mean if you, you, I know it's real. I feel it. Um, you know, yes, this a, is live. A, the commenters are like, a, oh, my God, it's live. Yes, this is not a rerun. We are recording live. So if you are yeah. tuning in, hey, what's up? Yes. If you're tuning in, we can see your comment. You'll be on our podcast, and I will call you out. So do not come for me. Because I will pull up. Well, whoever this is says that I don't think that the conspiracy is real. Yeah, and and well, that's what Aquarius well, was saying. Well, mm-hmm. this is this is the thing. You can't paint a broad stroke on things, and that's what people tend to do with conspiracies. They throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? So you have events that people take advantage of for their own agendas and stuff like that. Yes, but that doesn't that doesn't decry the actual event that's in question in, 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 in the center of this question. The thing is, I, pre- I, I posted it today. I predicted a pandemic way back in 2017. Yes, you and did. The reason, yes, and you the did. reason <laughs> being is because back then is when we had the great American eclipse. And the last time we had an eclipse that crossed America in such a way was the pandemic of the early 1900s, right? The flu, so, the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu. Which is, uh, exactly. I believe, is uh, influenza A, which is what we get vaccinations for today. Exactly. And for you to say that all of these things are not real, it's like, okay, they, they were manufacturing that stuff way back then in the early 1900s mm-hmm. when they could barely have penicillin. They could mm-hmm. they just create Before an antibiotic was ever I, created. I, I don't yes. think they manufactured it then. I don't think they manufacture it now. It's just that there's very little understanding of what viruses are and how they come into our, our being and how they enter here and what they even do to what they're even done to, you know, what information do they carry and how they affect us. Um, but again, yes, there's different agendas. People will take advantage of the agenda of fear at all the time. If they know you're scared, you know, this is a perfect time for them to implement something that is furthering their agenda. So one of the things that I talked about today, the furthering of Silicon Valley's agenda, which is AI, artificial intelligence yes. and bringing in an automated, a fully automated world. Um, if you are paying attention and you go out into the streets, you will see so many help wanted signs everywhere. No one is going back to work, right? So that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is you see all of this money being, of course, invested into space program, this and that. But a huge amount of money is also going into AI, the metaverse, and taking this thing to the next level. So we're preparing for that true Aquarian energy. And it makes sense because Saturn and Jupiter had been hovering in Aquarius, in the sign of Aquarius. So we're preparing to take this next leap forward technologically we've already had the foundation which is social media social media is largely ai driven now and we already are giving up most of our rights to social media um which has been the debate over the last couple of years so why is this so significant to having us in a reset well when you're at home we can play (laughs) when you're at home we can plan we can implement a society, we can implement society changes without you all focused on what's going on out there. You're focused on what's going on out there and we're implementing the next stage 
of our development or, or what we believe is going to be for the quote unquote good of mankind. And when I say we, I'm saying these people who have that particular agenda. So when you're off the streets, when there is a, a reset and when, and mind you, I'm not the only one calling reset, they literally call us a reset. So when there's a reset, you're off the streets, they're testing autonomous vehicles, autonomous factories, autonomous everything, right? So you are now being replaced in the industry, in certain industries, and totally unaware of it. Yeah, you like the Tesla. I, mean? um, I was talking earlier, and I, you know, I joke a lot. I kid a lot. And people always take me serious and do not really know me. But I would say, hey, I, I'm trying to go to Mars. Because, you know, women are from Venus and men are from Mars, right? And so I was joking around and I was like, you know, there is a battle of the billionaires right now. So you have um, Bezo, the the former owner of Amazon versus what's his name that created Tesla? Bezos. Um, no, Elon, Musk. Right. Elon Musk. Right. So they're both trying to who could get to SpaceX and who could get there first. Bronson did it. Well, but here's the thing. Um, Bezos just got back. He took a five-minute trip, and he invited Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart was like, yeah, no. I'm a little scared. I got kids. I got things to worry about. They wanted him to record it from a celebrity standpoint. Then they had the youngest guy that went to space for five minutes. They only wanted to go five to ten minutes. That's it. So I was like, well, let me Google how far it is to Mars because – I mean, I could get a Tesla and just go Man, to Mars, Kevin right? Kevin took that trip. No, he said he was not doing that. He wasn't doing that. <laughs> Would you have gone? You know it. <laughs> yes, I would have. He's a little weird, uh, though. A, He's a little... <laughs> a, a, Aquarius, would you have gone? I would have been out of here. To spe- no, but here's the thing. The, the plot <laughs> twist is there's a Mars, Pennsylvania. So they probably went to Pennsylvania. But bump Okay, so yeah. Hey, I'm going to get that one a technical file. You're going to get a technical <laughs> file on the play. Fly on the play. Te- let, me let, let me let Aquarius uh, finish up because she got to go in a minute. I'm, mm, whatever. Y'all How you doing, doing, Aquarius Maximus? <laughs> that is Robert Griffith Jr. He's A.K.A. A- Chief. Come on, man. What is you doing? He's a former Detroit Pistons. a full piston. No, my name is Chief. Just like your name is Aquarius Maximus, you feel me? Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. (laughs) But go ahead, Aquarius. I know you've been really dropping a lot of knowledge and people don't listen. Like you said, you predicted in 2017 that we would have a pandemic Mm -hmm. coming. Um, And so now here we are in the middle of a pandemic and we're about to go on lockdown again. That's what you just said. Is it the middle of the pandemic? Oh. I don't know, Aquarius. Oh, um, I, it, I mean, it, we definitely, I feel we got longer to go. Um, this is the thing. Of course, this this virus is going to be with us forever more in a day, and it's going to change. It's going to become just totally, fully integrated like the flu, and th- this is how viruses happen. But we're headed, we're in the middle of a lot of different astrological configurations that are major and have never happened during our time. So that is why we're experiencing things that have never happened during our time. At least none of us lived through the Spanish flu. But um, so we got a lot more, lot more action to go. Um, <clears throat> this is just the beginning. And I think that this, this gives us an opportunity. This gives you an opportunity to focus on yourself and fortify yourself 
for the many things that may be coming down the pipeline. Um, We normally, when society is running, we're a society of distractions. Um, We get so so distracted on what's going on on, out there that we don't focus enough on what's going on on the inside. So so collectively we're being taken to what I call the 12th house, which is a place where we can look in the inside and totally figure out who we are and where we're going and what we want. So, you know, it's not a, again, that's why I said you can't paint a bad brush to conspiracy theorists. They're like, no, we don't want to get locked down. But what you have to understand is that destiny works through everything and everybody, you know, even in a bad, even it was perceivably a bad way. Um, so your your job is to take and make lemonade out of lemons mm-hmm. and, um, you know, see what you can do from within that that situation. So a lot of people are going to be going back into self-searching mode, expansion. A lot of people expanded during the pandemic. Yeah. You know what I mean? In ways that they never were able to expand before. So it wasn't during the the first lockdown. So it wasn't a total dud for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Um, They found ways to take advantage of everything slowing down so they could catch up. You know, that's the key. When things are slowing down, you catch up. If we are talk, if we're talking about marginalized people and people who, who, if we're talking about marginalized people and people who are being held back or you know or feel like they've been oppressed, this is the perfect time to make strides forward when everybody is being when the when the playing fields are being leveled. I I want to step in on that. You think this the the only pandemic of our time? Now look, when I was in college, they had. I, I just feel like they deal with certain pandemics in different ways. What right? year were you in college? What pandemic? Hold on, now you're going to? to you're doing too no, much. No, I'm not. All right, no, but listen, we probably were in the same time. No, I know, but listen, just listen to the. This okay. is 2000, right? So yeah. 99. Okay, yeah, 99. we yeah we were in college. 99. Well, he no, wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Y'all, no, 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 he was in college. This 99, right? 99. Yeah, yeah. yeah. graduated right. 99. There, there was a uh, meningitis going around. On all college campuses. No, 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 they tried to. No, I almost died. No, listen. It was aerial. It was aerial born. Now they said COVID is very similar. Now, if you was in the vicinity of me, right when I was in the hospital, if you came in before you left out, you had to take a pill because you couldn't. It's aerial born. So even if you breathe the same air I, I had going on at that time, yeah. You Bacterial be, meningitis is very contagious. No, now, it's that very be similar to COVID. The, yeah, because it's airborne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm just breath, saying. So when they did that, why they didn't do that? Because it was major. And kids, uh, after I was coming out of the hospital, I'm reading in the paper. So you kids had was it. dying. You had it. Yeah. Wow. You got tried, it from college. You were in the yeah, dorms. They tried. I, I, I don't want to really touch on this subject right now, but oh. they tried to say it was it, but I think it was from. Something school, but I ain't gonna touch on that right now. That's a bigger story. Okay, we gonna yeah, get to in history. Yeah, I, re- I remember. I remember those times. Yeah, for my, real, like for real. No, it was meningitis. Right, and they tried so, to yeah. say it was meningitis. No, that is no joke. Like but meningitis. Trainer, after practice, my trainer gave me this pill, and right after that, I got sick. Oh, so what you don't know? Yeah, yeah where it no, came from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they tried to say it was so, that, but I think it was from so, that. So, yeah. So okay. I have a question for Aquarius. Yeah, Aquarius. In your in, in your opinion, do you think because typically during pandemics or any type of 
worldwide event that impacts everyone. There, there are people who prosper. Right. Exactly. During Absolutely. D- during those periods, and, and 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 prosper can be you can define it any way you want. But generally speaking, I'm saying that some people just they, as you mentioned earlier, they do better or they improve, whether it be because of self-reflection and sort of the sort of introspective, uh, I don't know, metamorphosis that they go through. But then some people actually prosper monetarily. What is your what are your thoughts on 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 people prospering in as it pertains to what you're predicting uh, we can expect? Well, a lot of people who follow me know that I've been talking for a long time about the balance of karma and the karmic payback that the United States owes to both indigenous people and people of African descent. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I talk about. Karmic, karmic payback is real. You, you will have to pay for work or services rendered, whether they were rendered illegally or not. Um, and I feel that a lot of this, um, the, what's been going on over the last couple of years is tied to that. The United States is getting ready to have its Pluto return. So what that means is we're literally returning back to the time when the United States was created, right? So what happens is this is when the... The, 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 the 1700s, the, like 1776? Yeah, we're, we're going back to the beginning, right? Mm. So what happens when you have this return, have these returns is... You know, did we look back and reflect and see where we did wrong, um, what we need to fix, where we've gone wrong. And that's a lot. That's what's been happening in the last you know, couple of years, what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Right. But the big payout is usually financially mm-hmm. it, and that financial payouts are karmic payouts for real with the universe. Right. So what you've had over the last two years is now the United States has been given what? Stimulus payments. Mm-hmm. They've been doing, you know, PPP, EIDL. They've been releasing money here and there and people have been unhappy about it, but they've had to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're, not, they're not likely just going to write you a blank check, but they will, they do recognize and do realize this, this karmic principle of, you know, giving back to to what you've taken away. So one of the things that I've been predicting is that more stimulus money is going to come. Of course, I um, heard that. But did y'all get a stimulus though? I didn't. Huh? Did you get a stimulus? Because we just, um, at least I I don't know how you, it you, got in my account, you, but I just got that little child income. That wasn't yeah, enough for me. Right, that little yeah, I didn't. Well, well, you you were you were you're a big time RN. Practitioner. I'm a you nurse didn't, you didn't, practitioner. You did, you, you're a big time yeah. nurse practitioner. I need you, a stimulus. Your income was too high. It's I'm, a I'm no. sorry. Your income was too high. I'm sorry. Yeah, I need a, I need I'm a, sorry. Your income was too high. But but I personally didn't get a, st- a stimulus payment, but I got funding from my business. Um, and currently I'm going for more funding. Oh, so, okay. And, and, and the thing is, typically this is money that I never like that. It was been so difficult for me as a black woman to get from my business. Absolutely. But now there's money available for me as a black woman to get from my business. So, you know, I've been going for that. I've been going for every single thing that they put out there because I'm due that money. So Um, we have a question real quick. Somebody said, didn't it start in Africa? I think Dr. Fauci started it in China. And with his I, NIH lab that's in China. 
I, that's what I think. I don't care if it's a conspiracy or be, not. I don't even want to speak on it because I don't want to be ignorant of fact. It's a, it's a whole bunch I of things. I said what I said. It's a whole Dr. bunch of things. Dr. Fauci did it in China because this is a little I, warfare a, that they got going I'm on. I'm going to say this, right? Okay. okay. I want to speak on... Go ahead. I no, 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 no. I, I wanted to I want, say... Hold on. Look, look, look. I, I got something to comment on your stuff, Aquarius Maximus. Oh, my okay? God. Okay? <laughs> I wanted to comment I, on the origin of the but go ahead. We're going to come all the way around. I, I want to, Where did it come from? I want from? to play uh, devil's advocate oh, a little bit. Oh, here we go. Okay? Because my name is Chief, and this is what here I do. Here we go. You feel me? Every show. Okay. When you hit, when you said the, uh, the karma thing... No, you're... Okay. I kind of heard your theory... Mm-hmm. On it, but how did you become? How, how, what made you thought of that theory that you had to come out with? It's the world common in the United States, but but specifically um, that we're old. Something. That we're old indigenous people, and I. I actually want to kind of know where did it come from. How did you grasp that thought? Because and we're gonna well, wrap uh, up because we got some uh, people waiting too. Well, well, I mean, it, it, it's I backed I, up. It's I, backed up. It's backed up by astrology and cardiology. Is is my main thought on on karmic principles and what we're owed. On some, currently, on some irregulars in some other country just current, doing the currently, ill. Currently, I'm in the middle of obtaining land in middle Georgia, uh, 545 acres of land in Wilkinson County. And as I've been going through my journey of obtaining land, I was brought to a lot of the information about how, you know, we were, we were intimidated, scared off of land that that we owned. And, but I found that because of my beliefs about karmic reclamation and stuff like that, I've had no problem stepping in to to reclaim what, you know, I feel that we're historically owed. And that's another part of karma. Stuff is not going to, things are not going to Do you put that to historically owed or do you just put that to countries and peoples and certain surroundings effing up and it it was able to... uh, in some people's eyes, feel like they're blessed because they're getting these funds. But at the end, at, you know, at the end, it, it won't last unless you know you're in one of those countries where, when you're done with school, they're giving you this amount of money. When you're done doing this, we're not in that country, so this type of thing can't last. So how? What do you karma- mean? I don't know what you mean like, by something that can't last. Like you can always because, go and get your because, own, right? Because, like you're going to obtain land. We talking about the financial part of it because this is the thing black women are starting businesses at a rate of three times of every anybody else in the country okay right so we are already on an upward business trend um okay. i'm myself and the founder of three companies one of them including a vr company yeah. so virtual so reality we're already, for those we're, that don't we're already on an upward trend regardless I'm, I'm, of the fact that they're giving us the money or not we're already climbing that, yeah, I've been on that, that climb because I know a lot of powerful women that got multiple, multiple business and they're doing yeah, their thing. Yeah, I think it's already been there. I don't, yeah. I can't put that to the karmatic. Well, but that's, that's, that's your belief. Karma, that's my. Karma, this is my opinion. Karma is but not, karma is not a, a, a an event that happens all in one moment. It's something that builds up. 
It's it's like it's, it's like you you're and if you have a debt that's building, debt is real. We tend to think that money is only physical and it's not. It's representative mm. of spiritual principles. Exactly. And when you when you Energy. owe someone, that's something that gets recorded in time. So, so it, it's, hold it's, up. It's, so it's, so it's, one dude mm-hmm. leaking that disease was made to have karma for us as far as getting this funds from the U.S.? No, 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 no. Okay. You're no, talking no, about got... a whole thread of No, I'm, I'm trying to follow you. You got to help me understand this you. Is just, this is just a I got to be devil's advocate right now. No, so no, 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 I, no. I, gotta, no. I didn't gotta... say that the disease no, is I mean the, the karmic thing. No, not I the disease, but the, the pretend. We are in a karmic time. Yeah, that's what so I meant. So guess what? It's going to be even more than disease. It's going to be a whole bunch of circumstances this. that are going to open the this. floodgates in terms of us being able to reclaim or being able to let even the playing field for the amount of equity that we put in right. this country. Right. It's, it's going to be more than just that. Some, it's a lot of different things that are happening right now that are, are working to level the playing field in terms of, of, of not even just, you know, the black and brown people, but oppressed people in general. So, you know, again, there's a lot of signs pointing to What was you about change. to say? I, I, it, and it depends on, on what your belief system is. Um, what you're describing in, 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 in my belief system as a Christian is sowing and reaping. So, seed, time, harvest. That what, what you sow, eventually you will reap. And, and, that's, and that's essentially what I hear you saying, um, just, just in a different context. Right, exactly. And, and that's, that's where we are. So in, in order to continue as a society, decisions have to be made. You know, we have to go back and see where we went wrong. That's what we always come to this point. Collectively, we're coming to this point. That's why there's so many changes in the government now. That's why you're getting, you know, you got the the, the elections and so many things coming out about the election process because we're going back and examining what we've been, what has not worked. And we're getting an opportunity to rebuild something that will work and be equitable for all. And also what was built on deception, lies, and untruths. And in in terms of changing, in terms of how we're starting to take a look at not only our our election process, but also history. I mean, who would have thought that some of these holidays or, or like who would have thought that we would have challenged some of the things that we read and were taught in history class. And now we're challenging, like, wait a minute, that's not true. That's true. That's the, not the true. History books, like, even, they're, they're, like, deleting stuff from the history books. Like, right, wait, this, right, like, wait why, a minute. How, how, you know? Right, so, right, right. Yeah. So all of these, you know, and I wanted to say one thing about the origin of the virus. Um, currently, you know, this is all tying back to Mother Nature, but if you look around and you see all of the the environmental things that are happening, the fires, the floods, the this, the that, global warming, you have one of the phenomenons, and I actually was just reading about it today, again, which I already knew about, but when the glaciers melt, it releases trapped viruses. That's what oh. happens when the glaciers melt. So there are viruses that have been trapped in the glaciers for millions of years. 
So when you have global warming and you have the melting of glaciers and you have that moving around, now you have the release of viruses that have never been here in our time. So that's some, another thing that needs to be looked at. So global warming and what's happening to this planet is also tied into the virus and the, in the transmission and the changes and, and things that need to occur. So that's why we're now talking more about sustainability. We're now talking more about, um, you know, looking at the planet and things that we need to, to make changes of and how we're dealing with the planet. So that's a big theme right now. And it's tied to the virus as well. Can I just ask you one more thing before you go? I know we're kind of mm -hmm. over and people are waiting. Um, You know what? Griffin just got me thrown off. Never mind. I don't even want to say it no more. <laughs> Since when does V back off of 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 saying something or asking a provocative question? Exactly. I'm sorry. Y'all don't got me a little flabbergasted today. Oh. I don't ask about crypto. Oh, um, no, I forgot. Never mind. She she don't forgot. Mm. Y'all done messed me up. Y'all done messed me up. Is there anything else, Aquarius, that we need to know before you go? And how can, yes, before you, you leave, let us know how I, we can I, get in touch with you also. You, you bought up crypto in, in 2017, approximately the same time I came up with the pandemic prediction. I also founded a cryptocurrency called Guapcoin. Guap, um, Guapcoin. Guapcoin. That's another right. crypto. It's not just Bitcoin. It's Guap. Right. Get that Guap. Right. Um, and we've been steady building the community since 2017. Um, and what many people don't know that a lot of people are not even aware of the fact that there is a cryptocurrency that was founded by a person of color, a woman of color, even on top of that, and that we actually have a blockchain. We actually have a community um, and we actually have an, an ecosystem that we're building to support this currency. So, you know, check out Glock. I can't leave you without telling you to check it, check out Guapcoin um, and visit the website. Um, you can Google Guapcoin. There's a lot of information on us. We've done a lot. Of, there's been a lot of press on us. However, you know, our folks really are not, are not up to speed with cryptocurrency. Absolutely. Um, and we don't even know what it is, but I'll leave you with this one statement that crypto is money. Just like uh, Spike Lee said on a commercial recently, new money out with the old money and with the new money, crypto is money. Um, it is the new money. New no, money. it's not stocks. Um, don't listen to anything. All, all of the FUD and the Elon Musk and the this and the that. Exactly. The real power in cryptocurrency is that it gives us the power to have transparency in our money. And it gives us the power to transact with one another without the interference of government, banks and institutions. So I'll leave you with that. Exactly. Yes, I'm so that. proud of you as a woman, a black woman business owner, and you are creating even in the IT realm. Like that's huge. There's not too many. There's not too many at all that are doing anything IT. So that's that's next level stuff. Like you've been you've been out here. You said 2017 crypto yeah, who, guap coin. Who's the lady just got her own like little Roku or like fire stick? She got all the little I don't know. She didn't pay me her. no sponsorship. I'm just talking about <laughs> guap coin right now. <laughs> you know how I do it about my coins. My crypto coins, right? Because if you went to Japan, you couldn't you pay for nothing. Study, you might get I don't, some sponsorship I don't, on that. Mm, 
Let me know if you got to. We'll, we'll talk when she, she sponsored the show. Oh, I said it for you. Oh, the <laughs> last thing. That's what, I'm sorry. This is what it was. I wanted to talk about the tsunami. Nobody's talking about the weather. One thing about track and field is it's outside. So we always look at the weather before we compete. There's a tsunami in Japan. Mm, like 30 Siberia's mi- on fire. Listen, nobody <laughs> is talking about, I'm sorry, a typhoon. Tsunami, Siberia typhoon. They're different. I'm more worried about it's Siberia. It's very different? It's, it's, it's different. What's the difference? I just got offered to well, go to Africa. Well, a tsunami is yeah. usually go uh, Morocco, it's created from an earthquake Florida. under the ocean floor, whereas oh, okay. uh, a typhoon is basically a, water. Uh, it's a hurricane. It's a hurricane. That's what In certain parts of the world, they call it typhoon. Some places, they call it hurricane. So 30 minutes away from Tokyo, where they're competing, uh, this morning, there was, I mean, all the cars were underwater. Like, I got this from an Air Force base, straight pictures. Nobody's talking about this. The weather yeah, well, is not Mother good. Nature is trying to get everyone's attention, mm. and it's the perfect platform. The problem is we like to blame, we like to blame everything on conspiracies that mother nature does like to get our attention we're like oh they're controlling the weather oh they're doing this no we've been destroying the earth for a long time and mother nature is responding oh well Uh uh-oh we got technical difficulty it's not a conspiracy it's not Um, a conspiracy so they're not controlling the weather underneath because i heard they be in africa in an underground lab making earthquakes and tsunamis is the most powerful underground lab there is and um we give too much credit we give too much credit to these um scientists out there Mm. um whatever you know what i mean mother nature is is taking our attention that's it according to one of our listeners typhoons are common in japan and this is typhoon season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Aisha, Aisha Scott, she was supposed to be, she's one of our heptathletes uh, from EMU. And she said, hey, God is uh, getting everybody's attention. So she agrees with you, Aquarius. Thank you so much. Tell us where they can find you if they want to follow you on social media. You can find me at Aquarius Maximus on all social media platforms. Guapcoin at all social media platforms. Um, and my website is AquariusMaximus.com. Okay, save me some of that guac corn because I'm about to get some. Absolutely. See how my checking and my savings. So what plat what platforms is guac corn on? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, exchanges. Yeah, exchanges. We're we're on an exchange called Probit. If you go to the guapcoin.org website, you can click right to pro- to the Probit ex- exchange where we're trading. Okay. Um, and we're currently working on other exchanges as well. Um, we do have an application submitted to Coinbase, but that is not going to happen until the people speak up and stand up and okay. get involved. All Aquarius, right. it was so nice meeting you. Thank you. Thank right. you. We'll be, you'll be back. It She's was definitely right. nice kicking it with you, Aquarius Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, what part of the body is a Maximus? Mm. <laughs> the glute. Gluteus. The glute. I know all about that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Our first you. guest. Oh, my goodness. Uh, our first guest. Let me introduce him. She thinks she know. Listen, don't do me. <laughs> don't do me. Let's not do that. She my first know. guest, Jordan. I cannot say your last name, Jordan. You're going to have to help me out. Help a sister really? out. Really? <laughs> In, in America, we say desolates. Desolate. Um, if I go over to Canada, it's desolate. Okay. Jordan so is one French? of. 
Is it? Yeah, it's French Canadian, actually. Gotcha. We, uh, we, we stealth in here over the border a couple generations back. Chuck, do you know Jordan? I don't think so. Uh, no, because Jordan he, looks a lot younger uh, than me. He so was I'm younger than me, so you don't know. Okay, Jordan. okay. I don't hey, you know, know what? I, I thought he was from the NSYNC or something. I thought <laughs> you thought he was from the. I thought he was about to sing out. Did you know it? She, I don't she's know. going hard. She's I don't know already. He said you was like a Backstreet Boy or something. So, yeah, so, so is Jordan is Jordan an emu guy? Yeah. So Jordan came in in two thousand. Correct me. Two thousand one. Ninety nine. No, you came in the same year. Okay, so me and Jordan came to EMU mm-hmm. at the same year in '99, but I didn't I didn't recognize Jordan until like 2001 when he was a sub. Nobody recognized four. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you and there's a fun fact about Jordan. Jordan is a sub four minute miler. He's one of the five four minute milers along with Ben Reese. Shout out to Ben Reese who was on the show two last weeks two weeks ago, our last show. Ben Reese is a, a, another four minute, a sub four minute miler along with Boaz um, along with well, you know what? I looked up Earl Jones. He would have been number five on the list. He was a four. Earl, Earl what were you? What were you, Earl? I don't think Earl can hear us. There we go. I can hear, I can hear you guys. Oh, hey Earl. Hey y'all. What was your what was your time in the mile? Your fastest time. I right? believe, yeah, I believe what my fastest time in the mile was actually uh, in the 1500 was 335. Yeah, I, but looked I ran him a up. mile in 358. They had him um, clocked at 4.19. What did they do? Did they convert That's correct. it? They converted it, Earl, or did you actually run a mile? Well, no, I ended up running at uh, that meet at, at Eastern. Okay. You know, okay. a four-minute mile. So you know, Jordan is uh, one of the one of five sub four-minute milers, and he also weren't you at the Olympic trials for the three thousand steeplechase? Yes, I did the two thousand four and the two thousand eight trials. Okay, so that was Greece and Beijing. You know, it doesn't really matter because it's more like <laughs> California. But wait, wait, fun fact about Jordan. This is the funnest thing ever. So Jordan cuts in front of me, and we were in the Guinness Book of World Records of the longest mm. relay ever ran. Oh. And Jordan was like, hey, V, I'm going to just hand off to you. And I was like, okay, okay. And Jordan was going real fast. He was like, like my 400-meter um, time. And I was, they was like, oh, Veronica's really fast. I'm like, no, I just had to speed up because Jordan – was giving me the baton. <laughs> so he, he started strong. He started strong that day. <laughs> I had my superwoman shirt on that day. But no, you, you you guys are representing our distance runners today. So I'm going to bring on a couple of other guys that you might know from EMU. Our next guy is Brandon Giles. He's kind of a big deal. He's a coach from Motor City Track Club. And hey, Brandon. I, I'm sick of seeing him win for Oak Park at State Finals. I'm kind of sick of it. Hey, Brandon. Okay, hey, so everybody. I finally get How to see. Doing? I finally get to see you, Brandon. I, we, we've been on the phone, we, but now I get to see what you look look like. You don't yeah. know what Brandon looks like. Well, you know what? We were on the phone. We were talking. In fact, on, on the way to the last show, we were talking. And, um, and he, can you guys hear me? We yeah, can. We yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, and good, he said, "Yeah, good. I think we met once when I was still running." And I was like, okay, let me yeah, buy he, that. Was, yeah, I, he ran, uh, Brandon ran the 800 meters. What was your time in 800 meters? Brandon was all right. 
I ran 148. Um, I wasn't as good as Earl or Jordan, but I was, uh, <laughs> I made all kind of, I, I was like, uh, how many times I finished second twice and third a couple of times. Uh, but, uh, you put the work in. You're in yep, Bob Park's a, um, book, though. I saw that. I saw your name up there. Yes. So. Yep. So, so I, uh, yep, I ran 148. I, I, was, I hit the B standard for the trials in 04. Um, I, Jordan was my teammate, so we ran together for three, three years, so. It was a good time. We won quite a bit of MAC championships and ran some good DMRs. So, distance medley race relays. Uh, for those that don't know what that is, we're gonna talk a lot of track slogans, and uh, but you know what, Brandon, we'll see you at Junior Olympics. Yeah. Do you have any students that you want to shout? I mean, you probably got too many people you want to shout out. <laughs> that your your team is always going to nationals and winning and and getting big time scholarships, so uh, I want to give you your accolades and your flowers because you went from uh, doing your thing at Eastern Michigan in the 800 meters to you have been like the one to beat at the high school level. Like we're playing chess. Yeah. I was like, how does Brandon keep getting all these like? Like these girls is for real. They win state finals every year. Yeah, every year. Yeah, and he's cool, calm, and collected. Like, yeah, we about to go get this first place. No, no, you know, <laughs> I, I learned a lot in my time at Eastern. Um, I don't know if people know I went to Western for a year, so I was one oh, of the guys. No. I oh no! Oh no! Eastern. Yeah, so I learned a lot from uh, Coach Goodridge and Coach Parks recruited me. Um, one of the things Coach Parks like he showed me videos of Earl. So, oh. I mean. <laughs> that so that was sweet. like Earl, Earl's like my hero. You know what I'm saying? Yes, thank you, thank you, Jeff. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, so sweet. <laughs> and, and, and you know, Jordan was one of those guys. He was such a competitor. You know, I I think we might have raced maybe one time in the 800, but I mean, he was amazing. He he won an NCAA championship. I think we were third in cross one year. I couldn't even make yeah. the top 12 in cross. We were so good. So. Um, you know, I, I really learned a lot at Eastern and I had a good time. And, you know, Eastern is like one of those programs like you just, you know, we would go to, you know, the NCAA championships and Marcus O'Sullivan at Villanova would ask about Earl. And, you know, uh, you know, I think when you were there, I mean, we were Eastern is a program, one of those yes. blood programs. So I, I know I knew Chuck was, you know, just from. Being, seeing his name in the record books and yeah. now his daughter is running and his daughter actually came to a workout with me yesterday yeah. and did a damn good job so that's so crazy you know. but hey yeah. let, let's take it way back brandon i knew you and leela when y'all was in high school y'all would come yeah. to my high school and it's so crazy how that your competitors end up being your teammates later right. on in life right, right? I, I think i'm older than you guys because i graduated in 99 but leela no, was like, i'm a 99 oh, me and jordan 99. are 99s yeah why do i think y'all are younger than me Y'all were so quiet, though. Y'all were so quiet and meek and humble. Not, uh, not you, Brandon. I'm talking about Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was a little, uh, I was a little nerdy kid from a corn town, man. But I liked like, you, Jordan. Jordan was cool. People's like every time he's like, "What's up?" I was like, "Hey, don't, wait, let, wait, don't wait. let Jordan uh, fool you. He's a tough son of a bitch. I tell you, he's a tough yeah. I mean, I, I whooped Roy Shaver's ass in the 800. I mean, that was kind of. For anybody that runs on purpose, that runs a race, if y'all don't know what a steeplechase is, go on YouTube and look at it. That ain't no hurdle. 
It's not no hurdle that you just put your leg it's a, over. It's a barrier. It's a whole is. barrier. And then there's a whole <laughs> pool of water. Like one thing, I already told y'all this last show. If my socks are wet, I quit. Don't let it rain. <laughs> if I step in a puddle on a track, I'm done. I'm just walking off like I wasn't there. Don't get my socks wet. You guys have to have Don't a wear little. socks. Coach, <laughs> so so you, you were coached. Were you coached by Maybauer? Well, Maybar was the head coach. Um, the Vic was bingo, bingo. Matt, yeah. Okay. I yeah. Don't, I don't know though. I don't know. He's not Matt sponsored. Jim. Wait a minute. Hold on. We're not gonna talk about him because he did not sponsor not this sponsored. show. So I only talk about people, <laughs> people that paid money uh-huh. to be sponsored. No free, no free airtime on the real Absolute. nurses of Detroit. <laughs> Did you just hear what um, Aquarius said? Get a PPP loan. This, so I'm, this is about my business. This is my business. Okay? Yeah, Matt Bingo was my, my coach, though. He, I, I mean, I did improve. I will say that. And um, I, I do want to give a shout-out real quick. Let's just pause and give a shout-out to your daughter that's going to be competing in the Junior Olympics next week. Is it next week? It is. In, it's first in two week. weeks, isn't it, Brandon? First week of two August. Weeks. Yeah. yeah, first yeah. week of August, yeah. Yeah, and so she's actually running What's on the four by four. Her name is Alexis Wilson, and she's on the four by four with the Motor City, Motor uh, City, Motor City young lady. So, oh, yeah, that's I'm, at the end of the meet. I might miss it. I'm only going to be there August second because Junior Olympics is the 31st of July until is it the seventh? We come back on the seventh yeah. of, of August. So I'm only going to be there on the second through the fifth. Okay. I have one student represent Warren Cusno. Her name is Mia Mixon. Cusno. That's the way. That's how you pronounce that, huh? Why did I always say Warren Casino? <laughs> Why did I always think that? Really? I did. Really? I'm not the only one that's ever thought nah, that. Nah, you are. No, there's no way. Cousin. 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 Okay. Warren Cousin. All right. I learned something today. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to talk to you after the show. <laughs> Mia Mixon. She's running the hurdles. She'll be in the 100 meter and the 400 meter hurdles. And this is, I think she's one of our first that's ever gone to junior olympics so i'm very proud i'll be there i'll be the loudest one like that's my child like <laughs> all my babies that i coach they're my babies like they're really my babies so i don't know if my kids are gonna run or not so just in case they don't i just take in all my kids that i coach <laughs> and um brandon how many <laughs> i don't even want to know like he probably got the whole team going how many people you got going to the junior olympics I think we have for the club because we have a lot of little kids too. We I think we have seventy kids that are going. Wow! I think we had about eighty five that qualified. Well, I know we have seventy that are competing, so we did quite a bit. Wow, that's crazy. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> that's a whole lot. I don't even have the words. I'm like speechless. Looks like, you know what? We better acknowledge Fabian. Looks like he's gonna fall asleep. Oh, down I'm so there. sorry, Fabian. We gotta get the sprinters up here. So represent the sprinters. I was wondering who that was. <laughs> <laughs> Fabian, we can, we can only see that. There we go. There we go. I seen him acting like he was doing something on the computer, but he Fabian was... Rollins. You guys could see him at the 2000 Sydney Olympics. He ran in the 400 meters. Against Michael Johnson. Okay. Google him. Okay. Said what I said. How you do? Yes, he did all right. He was running. He was representing Barbados. Oh. Yeah. See, yeah. see, the oh. thing you know, is, we can we're dual citizens, so we can like I'm my parents from Kenya. I can represent Kenya if I wanted to, but I'm a sprinter. Look, you made it to the Olympics. You a champ. Absolutely. He already won. Go ahead, Fabian. 
Yeah, it was, it's great to, to be on here with you again. You know, sorry, I'm, I'm actually, I was burning the midnight oil here doing some work. Um, but um, yeah, definitely, you know, great to see Brandon. You know, obviously, you know, I was there. My last years were probably his first years. And, you know, Jordan, yeah, I, I remember you as well. And Chuck, of course, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's great to see everybody on here. The Olympics are definitely in full full effect you know even though you know we, we've got opening you know, ceremonies uh, tonight yes opening ceremonies actually start at 7 30 yeah. p.m eastern standard time <laughs> so in about 30 minutes you will be able to watch the opening ceremonies but i already saw it but, but and, and hold on though but you know what though is it re- <laughs> how is it gonna feel like an opening ceremony with 900 and, people and you know what so 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 earl and fabian and Jordan, you were you at the Olympics? You're at Olympic trials. Let me Wait, make sure. Wait, hold on. Dude, Brandon was just don't, at don't the Olympics. Don't give Olymp- me props I don't deserve. No, no, no. <laughs> but even the Olympic trials had stadium full of people, so, like a large. But Brandon was just at this Olympic trials. I saw them pictures with you and Allison yeah. Felix. So yeah. don't get it twisted. Don't think that Brandon wasn't there. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was there. I was a spectator. I was a spectator at the trials. <laughs> it, you know, it wasn't as crowded as it usually is at the trials and like, there weren't a lot of events, you know, if anybody's ever been to the trials, it's always, you know, hospitality suites and these different ceremonies and parties and awards. It was nothing going on, but the track meet. So, I mean, but that state Hayward is beautiful. The new Hayward. Oh my gosh. It looks beautiful on television. It's like a European soccer stadium just for track. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it does look good. That was for, for the States, for the trials. The one thing, the old four trials was in Sacramento, California, and it was half the back stands were kind of empty. It just wasn't a big deal. Um, it was okay. Going to Eugene for the 08 trials, it was like walking into a coliseum. I mean, when you stepped onto the track, the, the screaming from the crowd was deafening. They had brought in all these high-rise stands, just to, and they were, they were packed. I mean, so what no is that crowd like? stands for 10K. No, yeah, nobody's there for a 10K. Like, I'm going to the bathroom, get some to eat, get a nap. Who stays for a 10K? Wait a minute, let me go back because you were in California and so was Earl. Earl's 1984 was in LA. So, y'all probably were y'all on the same track? You said you were in Sacramento, though. Well, that was in Los Angeles. We had a a great opening ceremony and a closing ceremony. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really wanted a part of the. Part of being there too is yep. getting to meet people from all around the uh, world and carrying on. You know, it's I don't know who was awesome. at '84. Was that was Michael Jordan in the Olympics at '84? No, yes. no, Michael. Yeah, he was. He oh, was? he was. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't meet Michael Jordan? You? Just... Yeah, exactly. We was all living in the same um, in USC, <clears throat> living in the same uh, dormitories and. So, so, yeah, we, that, I want to talk about the the Olympic Village, but real quick. I got um, a question for all the track athletes. That's all of us. Sir. I know, all of you guys. I got a question for all you guys. Well, welcome you, you too, guys. Robert. Yeah. I, got a, I got a question. What's up, my baby? Hey, sir. Man, I got a question for all you guys. Now, uh-huh. I play ball, and y'all ran track, right? He, ran for, he played for the Pistons. He be trying to yeah. downgrade what he did. No, I'm just saying. He played with no, Rip and Chauncey and okay. all of them. Like he, but, Okay. But yeah. I'm just saying, uh-huh. I know y'all condition and our condition is is different. Very different. So, okay, I know you know sports guy. When we 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 can go out and kick it hard, 
and we know we're going to sweat it off and go play. How is it for you track guys when y'all go out on the night and kick it? Do y'all y'all can't do mm-hmm. as because running y'all straight just you know what I mean? That's different than just you know what I'm I saying? Can't, I like, can't wait I to hear how everybody answers this question. Now that we on the and air, I know I, I that, see okay. If y'all didn't drink, this. no disrespect, but the ones who actually kicked it and no win, like how did y'all kick? Was y'all looking at basketball players like how are y'all been doing? Are we are, are we like slow and like damn? How are y'all <laughs> doing it? Because you got to go run a hundred and you got to go run eight hundred miles. What the? You know what I'm saying? Like how do you how do you know not to get messed up? Like how do you know not to get messed up? Let wow. me know. Okay, yeah. let me see who's who's gonna be honest. Jordan, come on, Jordan. Who's gonna be honest? I know yeah, you. Did, I'll, I'll I don't think Jordan straight. drank um, anything. Drake, Jordan's so, like square. Come on, Backstreet Boy, Izzy. <laughs> come on, Izzy. Yeah. All right, Chief. Long live yeah. the Chief. So, you know, um, I was I was a good kid, man. I wasn't. Okay. Uh, I almost left Eastern my freshman year and okay. joined the military because okay. I was having a bad year. Wow. I, okay. No plans, man. So it was like, all right, stick this out. You have one chance. I didn't drink till I was 21. Oh. I've never done a drug in my life. Okay. I was like, this is one shot I have to not go work in a factory okay. or not join the military. Okay. I like that. My I teammates you. made fun of me because I, I was a nerd and I, I did this stuff. But, man, I had one chance. Alcohol okay. and partying sure. is going to be there the rest of my life. Okay. I caught up That's in my 20s. Up. Don't worry. Yeah, um, we all did. We up, all dude. did. You ain't the only one. But, Jordan, tell them what you do now, though. After um, you, yeah. Died. So I, I jumped around. I was a financial advisor. That was horrible. I got fat, um, <laughs> and then I quit that job. And now I uh, started working for a startup tech company called Run Sign Up. Okay, cool. And you might online have heard registration of it. for road races. If if you've run a road race. You know, I know the Chiefs are always out there hitting those marathons. Um, <laughs> hey, I hit them, dog. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the 2K, too, man, just to let you know. Yeah, shameless plug. I'm Earl, jogging, the Earl bro. Jones Olympian race, the 2K fun run that's it's free. It's tomorrow morning. It's uh, not on runmichigan.com, but it will be moving yeah. forward. That's right. Yes. And, right, and I'm right, looking Earl. forward to have I'm speed yeah. walking, bro. I'm speed walking, bro. <laughs> well, thanks to Mr. Robert Griffin. Yeah, we're getting this together here. So I appreciate yeah. that, my brother. My guy. Appreciate and, uh, that, my guy. Had to help and, uh, you I want to say this is here. mostly for the community here. That's what I'm looking forward to. And, and Earl means that. No, he does. He yeah, really I, means I, that. I, I was actually downstairs, downstairs, and I said, yo, you know, uh, I'm up there doing a podcast. With, uh, they said, oh, yeah. I said, man, we're doing this race with Earl Jones. They said, oh, I'm from. So they already know. People know, know who you are, Earl. Earl. Oh, Once you I say that, that. Man, man, people know who you are, bro. Yeah, we're going to get everybody you. out. Like, even my kids. I'm, I'm texting everybody all week, like, y'all better run or else. Or y'all going to run even more in practice. <laughs> so they're going to be there. Don't worry about it. So, so. Jordan, oh, I didn't hear no other answers though. That's y'all I'm let sorry. y'all let instinct go ahead and answer. Can I hear the rest of the answers from my track? <laughs> no, with that? this is this is the takeover. I, I, I'm done, and, and I want to hear from my in studio host. He gonna he can't slide by this or you look. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I think that um, young athletes. Uh, let's just say we we all have some similarities. The way okay. we okay. the way we may do, the way we do it and go about it may be differently, but we we've got some similarities. But we. Yeah. We live and we learn and we, we grow, right? Yes. And I would like to say that's a nice political answer. That's great. That's great. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You just that's had to be able to read between the lines. Yes, sir. You had to be able to read between the lines. You don't have no round of applause for us. 
Anybody else? Anybody else? Any takers? I'm 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 kind of the same as Jordan. I didn't take a drink till I was 21. Okay. But I kind of I got a story. You know, I think we were at the 2003 Indoor NCAA Championships, and like you know, after the meet, they have like a party. So like you know, we're in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So we go to you know to the party, and like um, I don't know if you guys know who like Justin Gatlin and some of these guys are. Yep. But like I'm looking at these guys at the party, and we go up to like because it's in the hotels like in the, like one of the like banquet rooms in the hotel. Were you party. starstruck? Because I'll be so starstruck. No, like, I wouldn't oh my starstruck. God. <laughs> like Wallace Spearman, I'd be like, oh my God, I love no, you. I was, you know, I was just like, you know, these dudes are fast, but we go up to the you know the rooms and stuff, uh-huh. and these dudes is drinking like Hennessy and. How? I'm like, yo, I'm like, these dudes are running fast like this, and they like, dr- like, <laughs> they, I mean, they're getting fried. Right. And so, we got to run at like seven in the morning. Like, well, it at this ain't... point, the meet was over. But <laughs> the meet is over. Right. But oh, okay, okay, okay. Those guys are sprinters. So, like, you know, you I, try- I didn't Wait. know people. I, I thought, I thought everybody who was good, like, was like clean and didn't drink and like didn't party. <laughs> right. The dudes were and they butt off. So I, I kind of was like, okay, well, maybe it ain't that bad. You know what I'm saying? But, I didn't take a drink till I was 21 and I just didn't get into to any drugs or anything like that. So I just, I kind of took track seriously because I wanted to be good really bad. Yeah, that's yeah. why I so, asked it because I, yeah, I, I waited, I waited till after I got done. But I can feel this different even, I know y'all for real, for real, because that's different. That's a timing thing. And, and you know, basketball, if you, you, you can recover. It ain't a timing, you know, it's your rhythm thing, really. So, you know, you got to, you got to really hit a number and a point. So yeah. I definitely understand that. But you know, it's I went weird. to University of Iowa, and I used to go to Drake Relays and go kick it, so I know. Drake Relays. Yeah, let's talk to the sprinters. Um, Fabian, could you take a drink and go run a 400, do you think, the next day? It's a no for me. I'm a 400 runner. Um, what about you, Chuck? Could you run a 400, taking some Hennessy the night before? Well, I'm, I'm going to let uh, Fabian, Fabian go first, and then I, I promise I'll answer. <laughs> yeah. Well... I will I will be absolutely honest and there was a time that I I actually did do that. Hey, hey he's from Barbados. I can't hey. believe you said that. Fabian, you are like the epitome of Hold on, the he's still golden... a good athlete. He's still no, a no, great no, no, person. No, you don't understand. Fabian was like the golden child. Like if somebody said Fabian did something wrong, I'd be like, no, he didn't. Oh, because his name would Fabian. Defend him. Okay. I would. Hey, like, Fabian seemed like a ho- Fabian. You so cannot old. do nothing wrong with a name called Fabian. <laughs> Fabian. That's right. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, you know, I you mean, I, I'll be honest. I, name, I, I, I did do that. It didn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> what did you run? Like, what was your time like? Super bad. I, I ran, ran like 48 seconds or something like that, and like, I was like, bad. I mean, I was running 45, bad. 46 at the time. It wasn't even close. Yeah. You talking about in what? Uh, so in, in what track, was it? What it, was it? that's a 400 meters, so one lap oh, yeah, around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, in track, 40 seconds? we usually run four races. If you're you're uh, one four, of their star athletes, track. you're going to run four, four races, right? Yeah. But in yeah. each race, especially sprinter races, um, under 800 meters, you're mm-hmm. running it at least three times. Yeah, 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 for sure. Prelims, semis, and finals. So you have to qualify to even get you know, right, right, right. to win. So And I think it's more in the Olympics, right? Don't try yeah, four times. Yeah, I'll tell you what though, the Olympics is a totally different different thing. Like after your events are over, 
Oh, it, it's the party is on. It's on. Just, oh, yeah. you know, the party is on because you're done. There's nothing else impeding you from doing anything. I mean, I, I, I've, I've seen people from countries that I've never seen before, and they all drink. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I was especially Russians. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who said that? Uh, yeah, I played I played over there. Yeah, they get it in. Yeah, yeah. early early in the morning. Hey, quick 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 question. Well, like be, have yeah. you have you ever had the bubble gust before y'all ran? Did wow. somebody have to be, has, somebody had to be like time out, y'all y'all had wow. to hold up. Wow. Like, hold Very nervous. like real bubble gust? No, like No, that's a part of your routine. You do that before you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay. You, you, no, man. You, you, you no, go have you anybody go. been disqualified because they had the boo-boo and they couldn't really <laughs> Oh my god. Really? I'm just saying, I mean, I know bro. this is a real nurse of Detroit and you really getting like yeah, I'm just these are real questions because we that's I mean it's a sports like, athlete, those are, those are questions. These are questions that people think of as they're watching track exactly. and field, but they don't have anybody yeah. to ask. I'm going to ask so it. You asked. know what I'm saying? I'm going to be the so audience. I'm going to be the people. We're wow. just, just turn out to be nervous. You're being, you know, you're nervous before the race, which is a good thing. But so, your confidence, you can put this work in. <laughs> right. So you know, anybody, anybody farted on the takeoff? Wow. Oh, no, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> if we did, we don't remember. How's that? Yeah. So, well, so, so, listen, so I've got a story. I got a story. I got a story. So, so, so now that I'm more comfortable, right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell, I'm going to, I, I, I said, I'm wondering how many people are going to be honest. So I'm right. going to take my own advice. Okay. So, uh, unlike Jordan, unlike Brandon, um, my freshman year, I spent the whole time. I probably spent just as much time just as much time drinking as I actually did practicing. What? Now, now here's the deal. Here's the problem with that for you kids that are listening. Be like, see, oh yeah, he a real one. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. <laughs> right. I lost every race I ran, and not only did I lose, I don't want to embellish, but I'm just gonna say what I remember. I think I was dead last in almost every <laughs> race that I ran, and you and it's important to understand that but because I came run? from high school. Which races did you run? This is when I was still. This was before I moved up to the 400 because people don't know I moved up to the 400 because I couldn't win anything else. What so the coaches you? moved me up. You was running one and two. I was running one and two in the 50 and the 60 and getting smoked. <laughs> <laughs> but you could trip points. And and on relays. Yeah, so he came maybe, in dead last. Maybe, though. maybe. But here was the thing, Earl. And it never Man, occurred to me as you, before you, I sit here talking about. I'm like, yeah, maybe all of that drinking probably had something to do with me placing dead last in every Man. single race. Hey, Earl. Hey, that Earl. hurts your ego, though. Oh, you can ask hey, me Earl. now. Hey, yes. Hey, who wants those points? Nobody wants those drunk points. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking Earl that? Earl never came in last. No, that's what I'm saying. That's he, like no, no, he said you well, get points for your squad. Man, that's what he that. Was, we he get two points? No, zero. Well, no, it's where, first, second, You got third. sprint relays. You got the bar relay. Yeah, he was, have, uh, Earl, Earl was trying Earl was throwing me a lifeline. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm was. saying. Earl, I was like, Earl was big. Earl was like, I can't yeah, let my, boy, Earl was, I can't let my boy go out like that. But oh. but yeah, my freshman no. year, I was last. Oh, wow. I, I didn't last. know that. But then it, by your senior year, you were, how did you make it to the Olympic tri trials then? Finish the story. Well, you grow up in three years, right? Okay. That's what's up. You okay. grow up in three years. So you stopped like, drinking in your sophomore year. Well, so, so in all honesty, no, I didn't stop drinking. However... I understood that there was a time to work and then there was a time to have a good time and I matured to the point to where I, so I knew the difference. So then by that time you ran a what what was your time in the 400 meters by the time you did you win and <clears throat> I was third twice. 
third place. Yeah. That's not bad. What what's wrong no. with you? That's damn good. Yeah. What is you talking about? Yeah, yeah, but but you know, I don't I, you know what, y'all gonna this is traumatic. I don't wanna relive this, but the f- fact of the matter is is that indoor, maybe outdoor, not so much, but indoor, I was set up to to, to actually win and, and quite honestly I choked. Just gonna be honest. I so choked. that's why you didn't go to the Olympics. I so choked. he got invited okay. to the Olympic okay, trials. Okay, did you know that you were set up? Did you get comfortable there? Is that it was, was no, that it? No. What happened was is that I went I went to Eastern and then this was indoor. And what happened was is that the way they used to do it. I don't know if they still do it this way, but the fastest in the semis, I believe they were, they would run the fast heat. Okay. So mm-hmm. so depending, like to say you had, I think they ran four lanes. And if you had the eight, so they take the eight fastest um, from from the semis, and then the four fastest would be in the fastest heat. Okay. So when I say set up, I mean I was in the fast heat. Right. Um, oh, okay. And so the I guy that ended up winning won from the slow heat, but he was the defending champion. Mm. So and, that's a setup. Well, it wasn't. I don't mean. I'm saying. I'm not saying someone set me up. I'm saying I was set up in in a position to win. Yeah. And I choked. Because yeah. I started thinking, like, man, what if I win? I'm from Eastern. They're going to expect me to win outdoors and all this. What, what's the so variance? These, what's these the variance kinds between of, outdoor and indoor These kinds of things go you? through your head, That's and they can impact how you compete if you allow them. You got What's the variance between outdoor and indoor to you professional runners who are out there? Like, for me, you know, I'm a hood runner. Give me in, I'll, I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? But so to indoor, you guys, so indoor is, that really um, means something, right? The tracks on the indoor are smaller. So one time around yeah. the track, an indoor is 200 meters. So psychologically, you still feel like you're running outside one lap around. Right. Okay. But you got to go twice. Right. I don't run 800 meters. I don't run nothing over it's four laps in, one uh, lap. Indoors. Yeah, so, so for an 800, it's, yes. it's four last four. Uh, so they're going around four four times yeah. indoor for 800 meters, two times for 400. We're oh. outside, oh. which is what we're used to from high school level. We only run one time around. So there's a two different oh, mindsets. Okay, okay. So you. even when you're running and you know you're strong enough to go the distance, but psychologically, you're like, I got another lap. Yeah, it, and it, you die. It, it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't necessarily that for me. For me, it was what happens if I win. What are the expectations? Expectations if I had won. That was the thing. Yeah, that's huge. so I psyched myself. What's, out, what's basically? What's the endurance? Is it more endurance inside, outside? What's the what's the what's the compete? What's the you know what I'm saying? That's do y'all do y'all like inside better than outside? I hate what do y'all like outside? What it is? I love outdoor. I love outdoor. what Giles, Mr. Giles is here. It's a preparation for outdoors. That's just basically. Yes, yes. We're so we're conditioning. Yes. Okay, so real quick, let me run down some numbers. Cool, cool, cool. So um, NBC, as we all know, has uh, they paid seven point seven five billion dollars to the IOC to broad for the broadcasting rights in a deal to run through the Olympics through twenty thirty two. So the Olympics will always be on NBC in our mm. lifetime, okay. um, and that covers. Um, there's an online. I can't remember Peacock. Peacock, that covers the online version as well. Um, Your boy, Michael Phelps, he came up a little bit in our last uh, podcast. We were talking about cannabis. Mm -hmm. And um, he is on the broadcasting team this year. So he will be in the Olympics Mm -hmm. um, broadcasting. Sure, he's going to get that He's been in the Olympics (laughs) since um, age nine, though. So, you know. Since age nine? Age nine. What? Yes. 
the age no, of nine. He's yeah. not e- you're not even old enough to be in the Olympics. If you hit the qualifying time, it don't matter. It's no age limit. Are you sure? I don't uh, think he made it when he was nine years old. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm they, gonna, he probably didn't make it, but he I'm probably was trying out there. Put look it like you mean the Olympic yeah, trials? Or? trials? Yeah. Okay. Maybe the trial. I don't know if he was in the games, but he didn't win. I'm not saying he won, but watch the documentary, The Weight of Gold. We, we talked about that. We got to okay. make sure we check her facts. Don't do that. Let's not do that. I'm the host. Don't do that. check real nurse facts. Don't do that. That's what we not going to do because that's why Chuck is here. He corrects me on air. <laughs> yeah. You gotta check the facts. Don't do me like that. No, but you know, uh-uh. we're keeping it real. No. Isn't the real. Mm hmm. Listen, Linda. Okay. okay. I will cut y'all mics of off. Detroit. Okay. Right. Keep it up. Okay. I'll cut all, right. all y'all mics off and okay. I'll knock all this stuff over. Um, so, you know that they spent, Japan spent $20 billion. Is it $20 billion or That's $20 million? Billion. That's about right. What you, read, what you read? For the infrastructure and all of those. I don't know. Right. Right. Oh, you put, that's right. See, there we go. My, my notes you, are it's not 20. It's Sorry. not 20 million. It was at least just a little north of $20 billion on the Olympic Games in Tokyo. $20 yeah. Billion. yeah. They got that. They ain't and that. nobody's there. Well, they, hadn't, they didn't plan on no one being there. Yeah, they probably started building that out four years ago or yeah, right. six years ago. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to go in the red with the Olympics anyway if you're host. You're not going to make money. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. The whole city? No way. The city? Mm. No Man, way. They got a business. No way. It's bringing money to that city. But sure. I will say they, they are the people allowing. people buying whatever, yeah. It's bringing bread to the city. But to a tune of twenty billion. Years no, ago? because there's no spectators. But yeah. Japanese spectators mm. are allowed. Ten thousand spectators are allowed at each Olympic event, um, and that doesn't include media. So they have let up to fifty percent capacity in. So um, mm. that's a good thing, right? Mm. I mean, I guess. But I, but I, I want to go back to the, the opening ceremonies for for the for our guests who have actually been a part of that. What Earl, and I guess I'm talking to Earl and Fabian, what would that have been like? What was? What do you think it would be like at the opening ceremonies with no spectators or very few? I, I can well, say it probably wouldn't be the same. Uh, I, I, I know I'm not going to speak for, for Earl, but I know when I when I walked out there, it was almost like, uh, uh, you know, like you were being transported into a, a, a different world. I mean, it was all of these athletes just all together. I mean, Serena Williams to my to my left, you know, um, you know, all of these stars, the 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 dream team, all this, you know, it's it's just like it was mind boggling. And then to see the torch being ran in, you can actually reach out and and touch it, touch the person. It was just a a very um, at least for me a very uh, holistic feeling. The crowd was crazy, you know, you, you know, the it, it was just surreal. And yes. to have that happen without that crowd there, even, even, I mean, even going going further, you know, just the athletes being there is probably going to be a good feeling. But that feeling is diminished, man. There's nobody there, you know. You know, it, the, the ambiance well, is just different. It just turns out to be more professional, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, because you have sponsorships and you have to... Uh, you have to meet the requirements of the sponsor. You know, if you're running for Nike or Adidas, you have to um, still compete without the. I, my personal <laughs> self, I didn't wasn't caring about the crowd. 
Okay. I was concentrating right. on mostly. His, We're about mostly this financial business, break. right, Earl? We about yeah, that financial. Business. Okay. This is business. Get that money <laughs> get, and then leave. Yeah. Don't worry about all that other stuff. <laughs> right. So let's. Awesome. I wanted to talk briefly about Paralympics too. The Paralympics start about a month after the Olympics, and we have one um, young lady. Her name is Brittany mason from eastern michigan that will be competing in the paralympics in the hundred meters actually is she our first i think she's a favorite yeah she's yeah, a favorite she's gonna win is she our first uh paralympic athlete Paralegal. from eastern yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's our first and, and uh this is her second time going i think yeah she, no this is her first mm-hmm. time because she they uh when they called sue parks she's like i don't have um anybody with a disability and they asked what about Brittany and they invited her to world championships in 2019 and she won and now she is the favorite to win the gold in the Paralympics in 2020 2021 uh, in Tokyo so we you are rooting Paralympics for her. or paralegal Paralympics, Paralympics. Okay. yeah, Paralympics. and there's a difference between Paralympics and Special Olympics. I did get that question in my DM. Um, special, yeah, Special Olympics is more intellectual disabilities, mm-hmm. where uh, Paralympics covers all disabilities, but it's at an uh, elite level. So, um, as like with Brittany, she is a college. She's running for Eastern Michigan right alongside with us. Um, and her coach didn't even know she had a, a disability. And the disabilities range um, from there's one swimmer that was, uh, which I didn't think was very fair, could not go. She's won the gold in the past at Rio. Uh, let me get her name. Becca Myers. She couldn't go. Yeah. She's a swimmer that's deaf and blind. She had to withdraw because um, she didn't have, um, she has a seeing eye dog, and she had somebody that helped her do her care because she can't see. Mm. They wouldn't allow anybody, including her mother, to come mm. with her to help her like get dressed and stuff for the pool. So there's a, um, over 11 favorites um, and athletes from Serena Williams to Donovan Brazier, we brought his name up before, that will not be at the Olympics. Over, over 11. Mm. And she's she's one of them, even though she's on the Paralympic side. So. Donovan, all Native Michigan. Americans. Yep, yep, he's from Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Yep, we saw him at yeah. the finals. Technically, so is Serena. <coughs> Serena. You know, she's born in Saginaw. True. Yeah, Donovan had a stress fracture in his foot at oh. the trials. That's why he ran so bad. I knew there had um, to be a reason. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the boot. He was in the boot after the race. So, oh wow! You know, just, in, the, in the semis, I looked at him and he ran about one forty-five, but he didn't look like himself. And then after the finals, you know, we saw him in the boot, and it came out that he had a stress fracture in his foot. So, yeah, a lot of people yeah. are hurt. So, what do y'all think about the? Um, <laughs> all I know is, if I got to Japan and they gave me a cardboard bed. I'm I'm ready. I will knock all you that stuff You would sleep over. on it no, I'm because not. you're in the Olympics. You're going to sleep on it and you're going to complain for 2 weeks, but you're going to you're going to stay. You ain't going nowhere. Y- yeah. Right. That's what's going to happen. Well, I can't sleep on cardboard. Not doing anything. Trust me. They be on the floor. They, that bed ain't yeah. stopping nothing. Trust me. Thank you. No. No, you know what's <laughs> funny? V. What you talking about, so, Brandon? <laughs> what is you talking about, Brandon? It's a one-time opportunity. Oh, what's up? I wasn't even talking about that. 
that. I was talking about going to sleep before. That's my, what we were talking. About. Oh, that's not. Uh, what, that's not what Brandon. That's was not. Talking Mr. About. That's not what Coach was talking well, about. The, the reason. The reason why they said they had the cardboard beds is so they wouldn't have. They wouldn't oh, be able to hold it for two I people. See. Oh, oh, that. Yeah. No, I, but here's the thing. Wait. In fact, the beds can support 440 pounds. And are Correct. very sturdy, like sturdier than wood. Person and a half. <laughs> it's it's a it's a recycling thing. Yes, it's, it's, those, yes. those beds are 100% recyclable. So yes. instead of bringing all these people in, all this infrastructure, and it going to waste, yeah. it can be completely broken down and and reused for and repurposed. Yeah, they can the, recycle it. That's a great thing as Jordan, far as COVID goes, but, but, right? But Jordan, here's the thing, though, mm-hmm. as an athlete. Are they comfortable? I mean, because that you want part. your athletes comfortable. It ain't even about so, the sex. Well, I'm not there. Well, I'm just. <laughs> well, I'm no. Well, I'm just. I'm. I'm I mean, you. You. Well, you said that with some authority, like you. You. You like. Hey, this is the rationale behind it. But I'm just wondering were there other considerations as far as comfortability and and what's good for the athletes so, and, and getting a good night's sleep because and, we know it's important. In other words, it's not designed. That's false. That that trend and that that um whatever they were tweeting. It is not designed to collapse under the weight of intimacy. Because uh, the average uh, distance runner, well, how much y'all weigh? About 160? <laughs> one, one, 100? Pounds. Yeah, y'all about, a Kenyan uh, is about 90. Weight, I know a Kenyan. My fighting weight was, uh, was 137 at the trials. And, and y'all was big fellas to us. I mean, y'all, I mean, like Fabian. Fabian's tall. How much did you weigh when you was like tip-top Olympic athlete shape? 176. 176. He was, was a close. big he's a big fella. And so a woman, we're like 120, 130. So these beds hold 440. So how is it gonna collapse under intimacy? This is not a that's not this is not what yeah, well, maybe you're harder than ours. Say what now? Harder. Wait, what? What happened? What happened? Some of us generate more force. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't ask you that. That was not the question, but, but, sir. But was that one of the ra- reasons to is that why they were using these cardboard beds to discourage no, I don't the so. things no. that go on in no. the village. Okay. Okay. I read right. that somewhere. Now, I might have read the wrong article. I might have been on the wrong website. You was on I the shade room, room, weren't you? You was on the shade room. <laughs> don't read that no, stuff. It might have been baller well, alert. Maybe ball, baller. Okay, maybe baller. You're right. But here's the thing. Let's get down to the nitty gritty because one of the psychiatrists at work, I told you this before, she wants to know what really goes down in Olympic Village because there is a tradition. No, no, no. What you mean? No. Why? You don't want to answer. They're not answering. No, but y'all get condoms. (laughs) Y'all get condoms. They give you traditionally. They give you. What happens in Vegas? Oh, okay. What happens in Olympic Village? Girl, so much trouble in a minute. (laughs) 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 Who gonna check me though? Who gonna check me? Uh, But they are still giving out the condoms. I posted a, a a video. It was on CNN. I just got it from CNN. I'm just. Don't shoot the messenger. They're giving out the condoms when you leave. So you're able to come five days before the games. You have to be out of your dormitory within two after you compete. But you get your condom on the way out the door. It's fine. No, actually, you get them when you arrive. Yeah. No, not this year. Not in Tokyo. In Tokyo, they're going to keep up the tradition, but you get it on the way out. See, Japanese, they was thinking. They was thinking. I like There's the way be a they lot think. of Tokyo babies then, I'll tell you that. <laughs> y'all act like y'all can't bring your own, but go ahead. I wasn't no. getting ready to say a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to the Olympic Village, so I don't know. So, yeah, well, we live ahead. in the USA. I can't speak on we that. Stayed on you. Oh, it happens. 
We Tell stayed me. in UC. Hey y'all, <laughs> we we lived in the USC dorms uh, uh, in UCLA. That's so what, we like the dormitory, like Easterns. That's what I'm yeah, gonna was say. Uh, Chuck was saying that everybody is not going to stay in Olympic Village. Where no. are they staying? What are you no, talking some, about? Well, okay. some of them, as a result, of, it just depends on what sport and how high profile the sport is. Like, for yes. instance, the gymnasts. They've moved them out, but that's because they had a positive, they had a, a positive case oh, up one, among one yes, of their um, sure uh, alternates. So they moved them out. So, you know, I think it just depends on how how high profile you are. There was a a woman gymnast, Kara Eaker, and a basketball player, Katie Lou Sampson. They both tested positive ahead of the Olympic Games. And then, um, what's that guy? What's my guy? He's so cute. Um, did he just win the NBA uh, final? He's looking at me. The Greek, the Greek freak. For U.S., USA, he's a point guard. Paul, Chris Paul. Oh, Paul no, he, he didn't win. Oh, Chris Paul didn't win. He didn't nah. win anything. No. Well, he so did. He decided not to go, so I wanted I him to go. So there's a there's a U.S. fencer that isn't in the Olympic Village for a, a specific reason. Why? Uh, I don't know if you saw the article. No. Why aren't they in there? Yeah. Why? Well, he's a, he's accused of um, uh, sexual misconduct, so they're not letting him stay in the Olympic Village. Hmm. Case the point. They're letting you, him you run. Stay, yeah, he's in a hotel. Apparently, he's in a hotel by himself, um, about thirty minutes or something like that away from the village. Wow. So they, they're doing that as a precaution. And I'll tell you what, you know, I mean, my my daughter runs, and if she ever, you know, makes it that far, and anybody messes her, you know, they're gonna. Yeah, they can't move him far enough. But I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, like I was saying, these things do happen. They happen. I mean, even uh, when I at my games in Australia, when we when we got into the village, you know, you know, to give you your little care package, you know, your headphones, your phone, all that stuff, and everything, you know, the little swag bag, mm-hmm. um, and to give you your prophylactics in there and stuff like that. Oh. There's a pharmacy on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything that you Fabian could desire. Is in the village, right? But people Wait, still want to go outside. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Australia a little different. What kind of class? He's not getting ready to. What, what kind of prophylactic? <laughs> Some of them were flavored. Flavored. Flavored what? I want to know what is in the swag. Oh, bag. he said flavor for that. He know, said prophylactic. Was it an antibiotic? No, that's he right. said flavor. <laughs> he so said whatever. This, that's you know, tasty. Uh, I missed flavor. I yeah. missed that. Oh wow! So you can you can just put your mind to that. Really? But yeah. you have to remember th- remember the average age is anywhere yeah. like Donovan was yeah. seventeen in high school. Mm-hmm. So you're like anywhere between eighteen to twenty. No, but Australia, Australia get it in. They different though. Oh my god! Uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> for real. So I, I do have a I've question. Been, I've been for, there too. <laughs> um, for folks, I, I, and and this is something we, we would. We were debating in my household. So, you know, Sydney McLaughlin, that's how you pronounce her last name, right? Yes, yes, yes. She was amazing at the trials. Just absolutely amazing. She broke the world. Yeah, she's a 400 meter hurdler and she broke the world record. She ran like 51 9 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's my thing. I'm wondering what you all think about this. Do you think that it's possible to peak before the Olympics? Because I believe that her, her last name is Mohammed. Um, she, was the, she was second in the trials, and she, was, and she had the record before Sydney broke it a month ago. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's possible to, to um, 
what's the word I'm looking for here? To to peak before the trials. In what event, though? In any event? Well, if you, I guess what, I, what I'm trying to say is that if you break a world record at the trials, if your name, if your name ain't Michael J- Johnson, yeah. are you actually going to top what you did? Are you going to break another world record at the Olympic game? At the, I just, I think, I just think, I'm just wondering what they think. I'm looking I think, for, you know who I'm looking for to that hurt, the um, guy you were talking about that tears up the track. From um from Florida? No, from um the guy he was he just ran in the Diamond League too. Uh, from Sweden. America? Oh, that dude. Yeah, see, see he I'm broke wondering, the world record. He, and so I'm and wondering he's young. He is going to yeah, I am yeah. so excited to yeah, see but him. See, run. I wonder if that that's that's another race that I'm wondering if the guy from um his competitor was from down south somewhere. He was right by Ramp, him. No, no, the guy that the, the, he, he was from U. He's from USC. See, I'm wondering. See, I think those guys like that who haven't peaked, those athletes that haven't peaked, and but they they were second and they're right there. I think they're the underdogs. I think they're the favorites at the Olympics because all the pressure is going to be on the people who are breaking the records. Oh, Sydney, this and work call. I can't remember. I can't pronounce his name. I know he's from Scandinavia. Warhol. Uh, Warhol. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, do you think that? Those they're not going to break the world record again, and that's basically what it's going to take to win the to win the uh, to win the, the Olympic gold. Games. He's a kind of amazing though. He's he came oh. from nowhere, and he is he looks so strong, and he was out there by himself. He was like a hurdle, uh, uh, like man, what? I think he's going to be all right as long as they don't get injured. We'll see. I, and he's young. Man, he looks uh, he looks really good to er, me. Earl, do you remember when Butch Reynolds broke the world record in Zurich in 88? And everyone talked about Butch Reynolds, Butch Reynolds in the 400 and blah, 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 blah. And he got third. Edwin yeah. Moses, the same thing. Edwin yeah. Moses. Carl Lewis, the same thing. It all happened to those guys. Oh, wait a they, minute now. You done went too far. Yeah, but everybody knows who Carl Lewis is. I ain't go that old. It's not that You old. know, Mike Pop, Mike Pop uh, took his record. Yes, yeah, so I yeah, so I'm just wondering if is there such thing as peaking before the games, and if and if there is, then what does that look like, um, or or do, I, what do what do you well, think? Your peaking ahead, season is at the end of uh, end of uh, after the Olympics, you know, because you got to go also to go and compete over there in Europe. Right. So you're still running you kinda... after the Olympics is done. So after August eighth, you're still continuing to run. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. If you choose that to. Money. Oh, well. So, Jordan, what were you going to say? Yeah. No, I just, um, for for distance guys, a lot of us, not that, you know, I obviously never went behind, never broke any world records, but a lot of the distance guys, some of our standards are so incredibly hard to hit. You're trying to peak at the trials or at NCAs to get the standard just to even go to the Olympics. And, And that might be where you peak. Like, there are so many times when guys in the 1500 meters are at the trials and they can literally win the Olympic trials and not go to the Olympics because they haven't ran the Olympic standard. Oh, Distance wow. events are goofy. 5K is the same. Wow. Um, steeplechase, for whatever reason, typically if you place in the top three at the steeple, it's the A standard. I think I was sixth place and just missed the A standard by 0.02 seconds. So explain that to me. What's an A standard? What's a B standard? I don't know anything about that. So standards are basically if this is why some countries don't have anybody showing up because they're just they're not fast enough. 
Um, so even if you win your trials, if you can't run a certain time set by the IAAF, they don't want you there because you're just going to embarrass yourself. Wow. Um, I didn't put know. It but what, <laughs> Fabia was telling us that um, even a part, like we kind of briefly talked about the refugee um, part of the team of the Olympics, but that you were saying that there was somebody straight up drowning in the pool, <laughs> couldn't swim, yeah. but he qualified to be at the Olympics. Like, how? How? Not for the U.S., mm. though. He wasn't represent. He was representing another country. But I was just like, how does that happen? Yeah, it, there, there's some strange things that happen out there, and, and it's it's funny because I remember I was I was in the stands watching because as an Olympic athlete, you can go to any event. You know, you don't you just have to request the tickets, and, and they're there for you. You know, okay. and they hold certain seats for you. And so I remember I went to the swimming and I'm like, all right, this is cool. This is great. You know, I'm like, all right, smells kind of funky in here, but we're going to, we're going to go through it. <laughs> you know? But I mean, I saw this guy, I mean, the, the race started and this guy jumped into water and I was like, this dude can't swim. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but every country, every country wants someone to represent them, you know. So. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. I mean, I th actually, I yeah. think there's video out of it out there. Oh, I got to find that. It's a yeah. swimmer that drowned. Because I did. I posted a meme that said, hey, if you think your job is useless, think about the lifeguard at the Olympics. <laughs> How they oh, yeah. he, he was useful that day, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, really? Wow. That's that's interesting. So with the Pika thing, I think that happened with all sports, right? So with track, is it is it, a, is it a time and a... And still a waiting Y'all know when y'all got races coming up? Do y'all not want to work out too early? You still waiting to get on? No, I'm already Yeah. So, you know, with, with basketball, right? We know when the season starts. And, and we may play all year or we may do certain stuff, but we know when it's time to really kick it in gear so we can be at our peak. That's what about like we know when our peak is rising and when they really hit it. You know what I'm saying? So what is it with track? Because y'all got races at different times. And how do y'all know when y'all peak? Or how can y'all even hit y'all peak? Like, well, I know that's ours is, Everything is on time for us. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So how you know, like, okay, when do you start getting good times? Do you know that's your peak? Like, I got to stay on this. I got to stay on this line right here because all these times is hitting. So how do how long do y'all even keep that up? Like, in the course of a, a year up to a, a race or a I'll send a it to month. Coach uh, Brandon. Cause Brandon, he's coaching and he ran. So let's go to coach uh, and Fabian too. Y'all both coaches. Because what makes y'all injury prone? Like basketball, too much basketball well, kind of make us injury prone unless we're flexible. What makes you guys injury prone well, I, and reaching I, the peak? I, I think that um, during the season as a coach, like you're going to have multiple peaks and like you ultimately want to run your fastest at the biggest meet. So, you know, like, Earl set the American record at the Olympic trials. Yeah. And then he went and did it again at the Olympics. So like, you know, Coach Parks had him ready to run at the right time. So I don't just believe in one peak. I believe in like multiple kind of peaks during the season. But that ultimate, you know, pinnacle is when you get to the biggest meet. So for us, um, for the high school team, like the state championship and then the national championship. Yeah. So um, it just—I think it just depends on your coach. Okay. So, Brandon, I'm—I'm I'm glad you're back on. So, I think Sydney McLaughlin, I think she peaked early, and I think Muhammad's. I, my prediction is that Muhammad will beat her in the, at the Olympics. Well, um, so so 
a little story about Sydney. So I coached on the 18 and under world championship team. So I had Sydney when she was 15 years old uh, competing for the U.S. Sydney is gifted. Sydney is probably should have won the last Olympics. Um, she made a coaching change this year from Joanna Hayes to Bobby Kersey, who are they're kind of under the same umbrella. But if you kind of notice what Sydney's done this year, her hurdle technique has improved. Um, she ran 1264 in the 100 hurdles. Previously, wow. she, had, she hadn't run the 100 hurdles. So now, you know, her technique is a lot better than it was even, you know, two years ago. Wait, so, you said Bobby, Bob Kersey, like as a Jackie Joyner Kersey? Her husband, yes. yes. Whoa. Yes. Yep. So, so I, I don't think Sydney peaked early. I think that she's probably going to break the world record again. Mm. Okay. We mm. can put a wager on it if you want to, Chuck. Yeah, he said put the <laughs> you know money what? where your mouth is because so, you know we about that I'm, financial I, business. I, I'm, you know so what? I, I saw a look. I saw, um, how do you pronounce Muhammad's first name? Is it Delayla? So how can you Delilah. Delilah. I watched her during the interview after after yeah. the race at the was, Olympic trials, and she just had a look that said, you know what? What's up? I'm barely in shape, and I still ran 52 mids, and I have it, and I don't I have that mid. I just looked at her, and I was like, you know what? I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, if, if you, if you, you know what, if you want to put up, if, if you want to, you want to, a friendly wager, Brandon. I'm I'm willing to do that. Well, put your money where your mouth is. How about you trying to? And you, and you know what? And, and I agree with you. And Delilah is a dog. You know, like she one of them competitors. And I think she's gonna break the world record too. I think both of wow. them are gonna break the world record. Wait. I just think after y'all are done with that, I want to talk about the hundred meters because you know that's the big favorite. So we'll come back to the hundred meters. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Y'all talking? But what I, event I, are y'all talking right now? Y'all talking four hundred meter hurdles. So that's one. That's one lap around the the track with hurdles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I for the layman, so everybody doesn't know what we're talking about here. I, I, you know what? And to say this, I don't. I don't even want to bet against Delilah because, like I said, I know her. She's a dog. Like she, you know, she gonna get after it. And her running fifty two after missing so many races, like it, it's you know, when you get to the Olympics, as Fabian and Earl know. It's 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 a, it's, a, it's anybody's ball game. Whoever having the best day, but I just think that Sydney right now is so fast, and you know her technique is so good that it's gonna she's gonna be tough to beat. She's gonna be tough to beat, in my opinion. Okay. I you just do, love the competitiveness. Do you think the same thing for the men's four hundred meter hurdles? I want to see Rye win. I, you know. Warhol. What about Warhol? Nothing against Warhol, but I want to see Rye win. So. I mean, Rye is 19-9 in the 244-3. I mean, with that kind of speed, if he can make sure, you know, he uh, limit his airtime over the hurdles, I think that's another race where the world record is going to take the world record to win. Man, they look so perfect going over. Like, the technique, it, it's like not even a miss. Even if they do miss a step, they still gather themselves and still win. So, um I, I love hearing from Brandon because Brandon can completely like drop some knowledge and he's like, yeah, that's all you got to do. Boom. <laughs> Win it. Bam. How about it? See you later. I'll see you next so, year. So what about the 100 V? You said you want to talk about the 100. What okay. The 100? Who's you guys' favorite? I, I don't even care about the men. I don't. Because y'all always talk about the men. Are you, what, what's his name? When y'all was, uh, it was a big old rival when uh, I went back and watched that. I posted it. When Michael uh, 
Michael Johnson. But he versus, didn't run 100, though. No, no, no. When they did that fastest man in the... Oh, that foolishness in, oh, in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. And he pulled a hammy. Yeah. I would have pulled a hammy, too, if I was losing. Yeah, he wasn't going to catch that. He wasn't going to catch Donovan that day. <laughs> Donovan. But then... Who came in with the fire extinguisher after he won? Was that Maurice Green? Oh, yeah, that was, was that Maurice Green? Yeah. Yep, that was I Maurice. love him. I love him. He's my favorite. <sighs> yeah, that was Where is okay. he? Where yeah. has, he has gone nowhere. I don't know. I wanted Justin Gatlin. He was still running. And I wanted him to go to the Olympics, but he didn't qualify. Either. I mean, I think he pulled a hand How many too. years did Michael Johnson like win in the Olympics? Because is there a thing where you can, you know, you just as a track, like Michael, like the Michael Green, how long did he win in the Olympics? You know what I'm saying? Green. Who are legendary guys in the Olympics? Well, besides like Carl Lewis and. Well, let's talk about know, the women. Let's just go there. I mean, route. I know Earl Jones and, you know what I'm saying? Just I'm, I'm just saying like. Who else besides the names we so, see in front of us? Well, so well speaking of the women. Allison Felix. Well, Allison Felix is one. 20 years. Um, Shelly oh, Ann Frazier. Shirley Ann Frazier Price. Absolutely. Wait a minute. She is Elaine the, on her team from she's, Jamaica she's beat gonna, her. Yes, she did. Yeah, she did. She ran 11 seconds. I don't think Shelly Ann Shelly Ann Frazier Price is the greatest female sprinter after in the, having in a baby. the history, uh, and she Elaine does not, and she does not her. get credit for that. She but, doesn't get credit for. But y'all not. What's her name? Elaine. Oh, what's her name? Who's her last name. It was. It was Shelly Elaine Ann. Thompson, but she got married. I, yeah, I don't know her, don't um, know her maiden or um, married name. But Shelly Ann Fraser Price is the greatest female sprinter. Y'all sleeping on Great Britain though. My girl oh, from it, Dina. Dina. Don't sleep on her. No, Y'all not don't. talking loud enough about her. No, but she can't be Shelly yeah. Ann in a, in a, no. in, in okay, a race so, of four rounds. So up. y'all got Shelly Ann in the in a hundred. Absolutely. First place. Yep. Absolutely. And and that and yep. that would have been even if Sh- Shakiri. Is that how you pronounce? Sh- yeah, Shakiri. Shakiri. Even if Shakiri had been in the race, she wasn't beating her. I think I I do believe Shakiri would have came in top three, four, four. I, I, I think she would have been second. Four. I think she been second. Uh, no, I wouldn't give. I think she's second. I do think she runs to her um, competition more than running her own race. I think Shelly Ann, she is a rocket right out of the blocks. She is complete. Her technique is beautiful all the way from start to finish. Uh, Shakari has some some starts. She got to work on them starts. Like, she don't build power until halfway, almost 60 meters. She's next, though. She is. She She's got next. time though. She's next. But you got to give it up to the veterans. We Listen, know what Shelly we do. Ann, I don't. I'm not going to say that she's still the fastest in the world, but she has the most she, mentally. Oh, that yeah, girl not. is a rock. Jamaicans ain't nothing to play with. Let's just give them their props <laughs> first of all, because I'm not. I I quit the hundred. I'm not running. <laughs> you got all these Jamaican. No, I'm not quitting. I'm not. I'm not doing this because y'all. Yeah, Fabian, what did you say? Yeah, and Fabian's not from Jamaica. He's from Barbados. But Caribbeans, right. be, they be running barefoot in the sand. Okay, you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a stereotype. Miss Ask them. Ask them. No. I, I started, when I started running track, I didn't, ha- I didn't have any track. I didn't have any spikes. So we ran on the grass barefoot. That's I what we did. You. Africans do every, it too. Well, listen, every That's kid why runs Kenyans. barefoot. I'm no. from Detroit, and we ran barefoot. Oh, in please! The street. I, we ran I'll barefoot in what, the street. Though. That's a stereotype. You know, I, I that's think, a stereotype. I think blessing is going to spoil mm-hmm. a lot of people in that in that hundred meter, though. Oh, blessing! I forgot about her. I do. Yeah, I yeah. think she's she's. I think she's definitely going to make the podium. I I, I 
I like her a lot. I think she's going to make the poll. I think it's going to be two Jamaicans she, and then it's a Nigerian. Nigeria? Yeah, she's from Nigeria. Yes, I, yes. I like her though. So, I like her. So Jordan, what what are the Americans going to do in the fifteen hundred? And and don't and beat steeple. her. And don't beat around the bush. Just just tell me what. Tell us what you think. Wait, I got to give Jordan some props though. Remember Jordan? Jordan, where are you from? Pinckney? Where are you where are you from? Howell? Where are you where are you, uh, where are you from, Jordan? Right now I'm from Brighton, and I grew Brighton. up in Lake Orion. Okay, close enough. So Jordan's from. <laughs> The west side of the state, right? And he is running. Uh, that's not Just the west. That's not the, the west. Oh, whatever. It's west. Uh, I'm whatever. It's west of here. Whatever. He's running against Kenyans, right? So I remember me and Jordan. I ran the five k that year, and Jordan and Boaz go right past me in the marathon, and and Boaz stopped to tie his shoe. That was the year that Jordan. What year was that? Two thousand. Three, he won the Detroit Marathon that year. So I, I saw I won, it. I won Detroit, man. All right, I won Detroit in 2010, and Boaz didn't stop to tie a shoe. Boaz <laughs> dropped out of the race. Let's not diminish what happened in 2010. Jordan, Jordan was 11 minutes ahead of me at the halfway point, <laughs> uh-huh. and in the marathon. Shit gets real at 18 miles. So <laughs> you blow your wad in the first half, you pay the piper. <laughs> Jordan, who do you? Okay, tell us about 1,500 Americans. What are we going to do? Is Should I watch it? Women, men. Wh- men, women, both. Whoever, whoever. Who's your favorite? Man, I, I don't know. I like the mullet, but I don't think the mullet. Where was the mullet at? Did he even make it this time? I don't, I don't think he is. did. Oh, no, he did. Yeah, he did. But yeah. does he have the standard? Did he have the standard, Brandon? Uh, yeah, he, he had the standard. Um, the kid from Oregon didn't have the standard, but he got in based upon his ranking, which is that I definitely was going something weird with these rankings or whatever. Hacker or whatever. That's that's the thing. It's so confusing, like who who makes it and who didn't. So I don't know. I mean, you gotta you gotta support Ingles just because of his mullet and his and his stash, man. <laughs> Not the mullet. <laughs> Can I ask yeah. you what's the, the mullet is real? What's the what about the young lady? Did y'all believe the um the uh the steroids the that pork? were all in the pork at the food truck? Because I don't even eat at food trucks no more because I'm not trying to test positive on no drug tests, just in case I go to the Olympics. Do you believe that? <laughs> what what happened? The the problem is she's coming from Team Nike, so what right there you're just I mean, everybody's looking at you, and, and if you fart in the wrong direction, man, they're like drugs. <laughs> I mean, whoops. So what you're saying? Sure. Are you saying that there, there there's a there's a, <laughs> there's a label with the Nike athletes, or there's or there is there actual rationale for them being looked at with uh, raised eyebrows? They kind of hit it on. Like look at LeBron. The, they hit Nike it on Nike's him. absolutely hit on. When you have people like like our own teammate Boaz, who went out there and trained and came home and said they're dirty there at Salazar's group, you had. Um, Goucher, who has was there and spoken out, tiny, you know, plenty of times about how how dirty they are. The Salazar's banned. I mean, in us distance, I still hang out with distance guys through my job because we're all in the running sector. Without saying names, we talk, and some people have not are not friends anymore because of you know teammates are no longer friends because they know what they're 
teammate did oh. in the Nike group. And it's just, you know, that whether you, you know, stuck a needle in your butt, that's not, that's, you know, that's 80s doping, right? That's, that's OG doping. You know, you said that's OG what? doping. Let's go to Earl. Earl, what do you know about that? Do you know, I'm not saying you, Earl. No. no. Uh, I used to watch he... some guys. They... Is you... this true? Yeah, yeah it's true. I'm going to be honest. But this is before WADA. WADA wasn't cre- created, you know, the anti-doping agency really wasn't created until 99. They really Jordan, wasn't can doing we, that. Can we just say, just, can we say Nike or do we say Oregon Project? Because I think that young lady was a part of Bowerman. Like, it's different groups. So. She is from Oregon. She is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so to, to, to Brandon's point, right? So the, the Salzers group especially, they, they were just – you know, because there's what three different groups coming out of that area. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was, you know, for, for one, everybody was just like Salesforce group. Everybody goes there and instantly is better, and just starts crushing times. And all of a sudden, you know, what's yeah. what's going on there? And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's, you know, what do you drink? And and then all these reports come out. They they found this thing. It wasn't on the ban list yet, but they knew it was bad. So Salesforce like drink as much as this you can he's buying pallets of this drink and <laughs> so you start like, to say it's the coach it's so, not the player it's, it's the coach pressure it's the program right because they're like hey you're getting paid 200 300 500 dollars a year whoa you gotta perform kind of, kind of so like, you know what i mean like so, these guys make a ton of money in appearance fees yeah. Oh, so, so who's not? Yeah, okay, yeah. but 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 here's the thing, and I know this is this this is going to be very controversial. What I'm getting ready to say because it's going to sound like oh. I'm marginalizing performance hard, uh, PEDs. But, say, here's a, for it. but here's the thing: Jordan been watching any but, given Sunday. But he, but here's 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 my thing. Here's my thing. If you've got eight lanes at a, nine. I don't know at a, or nine lanes. And each lane has everyone in it, and it's a big-time race. Let's just say Olympics. Let's say one of these big-time European meets. I mean, come on, y'all. Seven of those people, I don't care if it's one women or men, mm. seven of those people are questionable. Whoa, whoa, Seven of those people. Whoa. I know nobody. I know I know that's hard to hear. Really? I know it's hard, I know it's hard say, to say hear. Say it one more time. I know it's hard to hear, he but seven of them are questionable. So what difference does it make? Oh my! The, the, my doctor is the, better than yours. I mean, really? What's what? I mean, because I, I think there's a difference in events. Yes. I I think that might be true. Maybe in in sprints. Maybe that might be true in certain distance races. But like, I in, and I am so biased on this. So feel free to call me. But a lot of the steeplechase guys, I, I believe in my heart, the majority of those guys, I don't think we're doing bad things because a lot of them have spoken out and gotten themselves in trouble for speaking out against uh, Nike um, and uh, against doping and stuff like that. A lot of steeplechasers had a very consistent progression. I got better a little bit every single year. Most of my competitors did. It was no explosion. Like these guys in the 5K where they go from a 1330 to a 1258, that's insane. Yeah, it's hard to I mean, drop seconds off of a time. It's it's you know thirty seconds in a five k at that pace already is insane. They were going back and forth breaking the world records, all coming out of the same house. So listen, I wanna I know uh, this was a great conversation because I really didn't say much. 
because uh, Chief was saying I talk too much. So I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let On your own podcast. Okay. <laughs> On my own podcast. But listen, I, I might have to have you guys back after everything is said and done because we are out of time. But I want you guys real quick to give. I know. I'm sorry, y'all. I want you guys to give us your social media. So if people want to follow you or ask you any other questions, uh, real quick, let's go with Fabian first. What's your uh, social yeah. media? So you can find me on Facebook, emubajan.hotmail.com. Uh, I'll be on there. Um, you can also find me on um, Instagram, uh, F. Rollins Photo. That's my uh, photography little gig there. So you can okay. find me there. And uh, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm I'm always open. I'll talk to anybody. It doesn't matter. And he coaches AAU for the high school level. Uh, track in Ann Arbor. So if you want to. Oh, he out here? Yes. Oh, okay, Faye. <laughs> I'm coming kicking with you, my baby. That's right. Yeah, I got you. Jordan. I got you. Jordan. Got Jordan's you. next. How do we get in touch with you, Jordan, if we need to? Um, I'm the lamest there is out there. Um, you can just find me on Facebook at Jordan Desolates. Uh, like, I don't, I don't church it up or nothing. Okay. I'm not that cool. All right. Just do a dance move or two, boy. You be in sync up in this month. Boy. I'm only coming back on this podcast with the Chiefs on again, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did Appreciate it for me, that, Jordan. Bro. Appreciate right, Jordan. that, bro. Appreciate All right, that, next bro. up, Brandon. Brandon, he is uh, Motor City. Let's go. I'm on, uh, I'm on Facebook, Brandon Giles. Um, Instagram, you could catch me at Oak Park TNF or Motor City TC. Okay. And my personal page is Brandon J Two Cool on Instagram. So, you know, I'm I'm willing to talk to people and answer any questions as well. Very knowledgeable, especially for at the coaching at the high school and yeah. younger, um, even probably over. He was at the Olympics, so. Um, Chuck, we didn't Salute get to, to talk you, about you. Right. Chucky Choice one on Instagram and Chuck Wilson on Facebook. Hit me up. Chief One Love on everything. Chief <laughs> One Love on everything. Robert Griffin, Ch- Chief Ladies Man. Man, <laughs> you know I got One Love, my passion, whatever it is. Oh is my you know. God. If you guys want to know more about the CBD, that was the the last. I'm just going to close out with this is that we're trending because they um, did in on Forbes.com. You can see some information about how uh, the Olympics was identifying um, how some athletes were using marijuana, but they were they didn't specify that it's CBD, which is allowed. It's on the it's it is on the list. No, that's not marijuana. That's cannabis. Cannabis. I'm sorry. Chief has he does he specializes. Chief notes. Yeah, that's why his hence the name Chief. Oh yeah, I got four. I, I'm over four brands and four CBD, so I'm in that world nationally, internationally, guys. Inbox him, and you know me. Yeah. I am your favorite nurse practitioner. I, I got am, that fire. <laughs> I am nurse practitioner V or the real nurses of Detroit on Instagram, and don't forget tomorrow <laughs> 7 a.m. in Inkster. Earl Jones, please close us out. Where are we going to be in the morning for a two-mile fun run or one-mile walk? Hey, Earl, you don't run no more, baby. You can blue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll be located right there on Inkster Road in Michigan Avenue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said, it's our first time event. Mm -hmm. I hope it's a turnout. Like I said, it's um, Mm -hmm. for the community. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just take it from there. 
All right. Thank you guys really so much. It. This has been so much fun. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting us on these last several clock. times. Uh, yeah, give real. it up for V, y'all. V in the house. Thank you. Thank you to v. Aisha, Harold, Virgie, Bully, everybody that came on. I'm sorry if I forgot anybody. Clement. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you guys. Ben Reese. We didn't get to hear him because he had dial up. Thank you, Sterling. Um, Coach. Shout out to Coach Parks, Susan, uh, Sue Parks, and um, rest in peace. Coach Bob Parks. Bob Parks and? And Paul McMullen. This is dedicated to you. Thank you guys. To give anything less than your best is to sacrifice your gift. Good night. Nice to meet you, fellas. Good night. Good night, y'all.